And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. We're going to start with Abelardo. As you remember, Mordenkainen opened up a rip in space and pulled you through and cast an illusion that made it look like your body was devoured by scarab beetles. We're yes. gonna we're gonna go back to that moment and explain it in a little <laughs> bit more detail. Because as you were pulled into this black void, you sort of take a moment to look around you and you can see these sort of the edges of your vision in this black void are sort of swirling, almost like liquid. And you feel your consciousness sort of double. There's no other word for it. You can sort of start to see another version of yourself in front of you, just floating in this black void. And then your vision clears. It's no longer black. You're standing on solid ground in an open, grassy field. You're outside Orphia, the city where you have spent a lot of your time. The rest of your party is sitting behind you at a campsite and they turn to you and say, Abe, you know, what, what are you doing? Why are you staring off into the distance? As you hear them behind you and you go to turn to answer them, you see a little scarab beetle like scuttle away into the distance, but it's of no special significance to you. Cool. So as Abe turns around and looks at you guys, do you want to describe what your character's like, starting with Ash? Yes, fellows. Um, Monty is um, a rather um, gangly um, furbolg. Uh, so I'm I'm from the um, from a sort of I'm from a forest tribe, uh, but I now find myself um, amongst you guys. Um, I'm a, I'm a cleric um, specialising in honour, just look after everyone, make sure you're all healed up, um, and kind of make sure everyone is having a great time. I want everyone to have an absolutely great time. Okay. And um, and uh, I just I just like want to make the world a better place. Nice. Uh, sorry, just before we go on to Sheila, I forgot to set the scene a little bit. You're sitting around this campfire in the middle of this grassy field, and it looks a little bit like this. So you see here where there's Orphia. Yep. You're in kind of the field a little bit south of it, so roughly here. And you've just come back from dispersing a band of buckbears that was sort of loitering on the outskirts of the city. And you all found each other in Orphia because you were looking for work and it was sort of the nearest, most famous city in which work for adventurers such as yourselves could be found. And you bonded many years ago over your shared forest upbringing because in the process of bumping into each other at notice boards and bounty hunters looking for, uh, sorry, people looking for bounty hunters, you ended up discovering that you were all raised in a woodland or a forest far from civilization. And when you come to this big city, Orphia, you feel a little bit out of place and you all kind of bonded over that. But like I said, the specifics of how that worked, you guys can describe, but I just want to set the scene a little bit. Uh, Sheila, do you want to describe your character, Abe? <coughs> sure. Um... Abe is dragonborn, uh, frost, or white, pretty much. Uh, I do have um, frost, uh, what, what, like, breath. Yeah, a cone of frost. Yeah. Um, he has, he's the only one that remains from his, like, <clears throat> tribe or whatever it is. 
and he is pretty much a big silent teddy. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, first, I also have an axe. Oh, you also have an axe. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> silent axe wielding teddy bear. Yes. Uh, I'm very friendly with my axe. <laughs> I think uh, Fraser's character Zenerai is next. Sure. So, um, uh, so my character is a teeth, um, which uh, as a race, um, way back in the annals of history, they made a deal with the Lord of um, uh, the Seven Hells, Asmodeus, cursed their bloodline. So they are kind of big red things with goat's horns, hence um, whenever, wherever they go, they're reviled by humans in society. So they either get by by leaning into that, or as my character, by being quite adept to intimidation and step. Um, so my character abandoned as a baby. Uh, he was taken in by a druidic cult that worshipped the, the god of, of nature, Sylvanus, um, and definitely wanting to integrate into their culture, but not being able to as a non-magic youth, uh, made a pact with Sylvanus uh, for her to become the patron, which is who I get my magic ability. Um, so I have usually a warlock, but also I've got some special abilities that are kind of druidic, and my aim is to further the druid courage. What was that last bit? Further druid what? The druid uh, Sylvanas' agenda. Oh, her agenda. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, he probably oh, okay. He says, cool. Give us your character's introduction, Hugo slash jo Josa? Hosa? Josa, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so my character is called Josa Greenfoot of the Greenfoot tribe or clan or something um basically they are a pretty peaceful uh tribe of halflings who live in the forests um kind of farming and shit um and uh but Josa, he was the uh or still is the the child of the uh the mayor um and basically because they kind of are frontier folk um, they're constantly dealing with like raids and stuff. And when he was only a baby and the only child of the mayor of this town, um, they were raided by orcs, a pack of orcs and goblins. And uh, lots of people were killed, including the uh, the mayor and his wife. So the Joseph Greenfoot is without parents. Um, and from then on, growing up, uh, he he had a slightly privileged life because he had a bit of money from the inheritance and stuff but uh he preferred basically to um live outside of society in the woods surrounding the farms and he kind of uh in a one-man quest to um defend his village from ever being or his town from ever being raided again he sort of took it upon himself to become the kind of silent watcher in the woods and uh, make sure that they weren't ever attacked. So he kind of spent his life uh, growing up in the forests. Um, being a halfling, though, he, they are still very sociable and uh, friendly. And so he would occasionally sort of come back into town where he would be greeted. And he, you know, he was much much liked, even if he was a bit of an outsider and a loner. Um, and they would sort of welcome him and he would chat. And, you know, he enjoys a, a session in the inn. But he... Uh, uh, he mostly he would always have the call of the forest back to him, so he'd have to go back out. Um, and uh, uh, he has a pet panther, um, who he 
Uh, it's a female pet panther, but he jokingly named it Dave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so his pet panther, Dave, um, they met, uh, basically, he, uh, lots of orcs continued to raid the area throughout his life. And he um, generally preferred to, rather than resort to um, uh, killing them, he would use deception and stealth to sort of uh, waylay them and kind of mis misdirect them. Um, and so he kind of grew up as a relatively uh, peaceful wilderman. Um, but uh, yeah, basically, he still had this uh, bit of a, a revenge uh, trait. So not, um, the, not the hero that your village needed, but the hero that your village deserved. Some would say, some would say. <laughs> it was a very, like, um, just as you were describing that, like, the Watcher in the Darkness, I got a very, like, Batman vibe. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he met the Panther. I'll go into more detail at some point, but basically they, they met while um, the Panther was also defending its home from some orcs, and they teamed up one day to, uh, to murder some orcs, and then from then on they became good buddies. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that, that's, that's where I'll leave the story. Cool. Um, and now he is, he is uh, kind of, uh, you know, a bow for hire, um, uh, tracks down people, uses his uh, great sort of natural sense and perception to uh, hunt people down or things or lost stuff or, or um, kind of track um, missing people or stuff like that. So he's kind of a bit of a mercenary. Um, but, yeah, always returns to the woods, which is where he feels he belongs. Nice. Um, just before I do some more descriptions, do you want to have a go, Fraser, of re-logging in, I think he was trying to say? Um, oh, well, very briefly, I just realized I didn't actually describe the character's appearance at all. Um, he is a uh, halfling, kind of average height halfling, about three foot, kind of like ruggedy looking, um, like my, my picture, like unshaven, dark hair, um, and he's a stout halfling, so he's a little bit stockier than normal. Um, but yeah, he's, um, he's mainly, um, he's quite good at like flipping and shit and backflips and <laughs> wall running and stuff. Cause that's, uh, that's what he always did in the woods. So, but yeah, very, very sneaky. Nice. Nice. Okay. I'm just going to, before I do more description, I'm just going to. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, I'm regular for Dragonborn, but I'm six. Oh, six, foot. six foot something. Six foot yeah, I'm a I'm a seven foot. Well, Sheila said she's like a teddy bear. I'm basically a seven foot teddy bear. Okay. Um, although <laughs> straight, I am a male wearer, so it's kind of would be soft, but covered in a hard exterior. Okay. Um, so you I can take I, a bit of a bit of a beating, or not really? Yeah, yeah, I can take quite a beating. I think Monty's quite paunchy as well. Just quite a large and sort of. Both gangly and paunchy. I'd say gangly with a beer belly kind of proportions. Pangly or gaunchy? Gaunchy, exactly. Um, one of basically one of the the main uh, abilities or strengths of um, of Joseph as well. Yeah, it's his like it's that tracking. So he he always keeps a good like um, what's the word like uh, good boundaries on the campsite. He's always got an eye out for anyone approaching or if we need to find someone and. You know, no one sneaks up on fucking Joza. Sorry, sorry. That's okay. You can swear as much as you want. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I probably actually I might as well say another imp important part. Like I always want to like 
protect the group like almost desperately uh want to protect the group and i'm also so i have the ability to like lots of restoration lots of shielding lots of wards um but um i'm also incredibly worried about how anything might turn out and quite sort of tetchy so um i'm i also have a few uh abilities that involve like far seeing and trying to like like uh divine the future uh to see how it's going to turn out awesome I'm good with maps. <laughs> <laughs> my my character is understandably uh, terrible at uh, people skills because <laughs> he doesn't speak to them rarely, uh, very yeah. often. He mainly <laughs> mainly talks to his panther Dave. Oh yeah, have... which he can ride by the way. Um, he's trained Ooh. Dave to um, take him take him as a mounted ranger, and his uh, uh, Joseph mainly uses his his bow to kill people. Things. Do we have Fraser? Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Okay. Give us a give us a projected powerful stage whisper. Um, over there. Okay, that was better. That was no. better. No. Okay. Um, so a few personality traits about my character. Um, he's ultimately beneficent. Um. And he uses his beneficence to intimidate people. But he always does it. And there's nothing uh, particularly evil or untoward about him, uh, despite his horns and devil. Okay. Cool. Awesome. All right. So just to add some flavor to your descriptions, I've uh, labeled these areas because these are the forests that you guys are from. So the noxious thicket is where Abe is from. And the... Uh, it's called that because there is like a volcanic, uh, an old volcanic like fault beneath that area that produces very fertile, fast growing plants, but it also smells kind of sulfurous. And the crouching forest here is where, uh, sorry, I gotta sort out of my head who's called what? Uh, Monty is from. So the, the fur bulk tribe is kind of in this scratching forest. Amora's woods is where uh, Zenorai's adoptive tribe is from, near the city of Amora. Uh, and obviously, this is the... I've highlighted these because this is where you would be familiar with. So you sort of, like, in your head, have this understanding of this area. And the younger forest over here, kind of further away, is where uh, Joseph's uh, villages from near the smaller town of Rival. Awesome. And this whole like land in general is called Drab, just here. Cool. Any questions so far? No. Awesome. You see, as you're sort of packing up your campsites and going back to Orphia to collect your reward for dispersing this band bugbears that was loitering outside the city. As you're packing up your campsite, campsite and you're about to head back for about the half a day's journey to Ophir, you see an old man cross the path ahead of you. He seems to be somewhat struggling beneath an overladen rucksack. And he looks to be a human of sort of slightly past middle age. And he's also appears to be heading towards Ophir, but that's what you see as you head towards the city. You see on the left, uh, distantly, there is a river here, 
And then beyond that is a jungle that is sort of uh, in this area. And on the right-hand side, you see these little hills that are in this long line. And they're very unnatural-looking hills. Um, everybody can give me a history check, please. The, the first check of the session. <laughs> How does one do that practice? Uh, you can... Click on history and then click beyond 20. What do you like? What's your number five? Where are we? Oh, a mighty eight. Okay, so we've got hand axe, a guiding bolt, a history. Okay, so we've got not quite everyone. We've got Zenerai and Joza. Okay, oh. I, I did it manually. We did it manually. So oh, just... Yeah, by all, means we, by all start, means. we can start doing it on here if that, that, that'll be easier. Yeah. yeah, it's up, yeah, it's up to you. Uh, I'm just providing like as many tools as I can, really. Yeah. Okay. No, so, it makes sense. It yeah, definitely, it definitely might be easier. Yeah. Oh, also, just so that I can test one of these features, there's meant to be a... Sorry, just let me double check here. And then I will tell you the results of your rolls. Uh, okay, cool. So if I go... Ah, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, test. Do, can it, who can anyone see what I just typed except for Ash can, but no one else can. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. So that's just in case something I don't know. One of you guys wants to steal something from the other one, and we've got to do stuff that you know the other people can't see. Cool. Oh, okay. So cool. Whisper. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So, so a fourteen, a ten, an eight, and a seventeen. So Zenerai, uh is the only one who sort of has an inkling um, as you look to your right and look at these little crutching hills is what they're called, but you look at them and you remember something in the back of your mind about a story about sort of in thousands of years ago times, like Titans would, this this site could have been the the site of a battle between titans and gods and sort of jumped up humans and you don't know the details but you get the sense that this isn't a naturally occurring set of hills and something in the back of your mind remembers that cool uh you see this old man sort of struggling under his enormous rucksack ahead of you and you've got about half a day's journey until you get to the city or the outskirts of the city is there anything you want to do in that time um I like helping. Helping is good, guys. Should we help? This man has seen we must assess his level of threat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys go and speak to him. I'm going to go and chill out in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me who wants to what? Um, I think I'm going to chill with Dave and... Um... Joseph. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry, are we, is the aim, are we hoping to reach Orphia by today? Uh, well, or are we setting up camp? Or is it... Yeah, basically you're familiar with this journey and you would know you're only a few hours away from Orphia, but rather than me just say you arrive, I, I'm giving you the chance to, if you want to do anything during that time before you arrive. Okay. I want to go over to this guy and then um, start to now see what his deal is. Okay. Yeah, I'll come with Okay, yeah. uh, if you want to... I'm going to wander into the forest and just make sure we're not getting, like, um, a trap set up or something. 
Okay. There's probably some thick uh, copses of straggler trees that parallel your path back to Orphia. I'll say that you are investigating them and seeing if you're being followed, if there are traps, etc. right? Yeah, yeah. That's what okay, we cool. do. And Sending um, Dave ahead. Okay, cool. Um, I will get you to do a check in a second. Just remind me after I do this other check. So what's Abe doing? I think we got intentions from everyone else. Uh, I was still thinking. Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the ones that are going to actually talk to someone in case that something bad happens, given that I'm the big bad guy. Okay, cool. You guys will go over and you want to make an assessment. Uh, everybody roll, everybody that's going over to the old man, roll an insight check, please. Wait, I'm still here. Oh, nice. You guys are getting really quick at that. Uh, I, I will say, oh, we got two checks from Abelardo. Uh I'll use the first one just... Oh, I did not... Yeah, sorry. I didn't... I don't know how that one happened. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I will say, Monty, you get a sense, and, you know, this is probably quite a popular sense that you get, that this guy's just a normal guy trying to get by. He seems to be just focused on his task and not not loitering around with any nefarious and nefarious intent you get a you get no causes for alarm uh, do you engage him he says uh, uh, am i in your way sorry i'll, I'll walk for, further over to this side no 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 problem stranger do, do, do you need any help there what are you trying to do oh, i'm taking back some of my uh haul to sell at the secret scroll uh, yeah, you're you're more than welcome to help me if you want. He he holds out one of his like side bags. Hall's an interesting word. Uh, where, where did you get this stuff, old man? Ah, I'm a I'm a procurer. I sort of scour the local environment, you know, old ruins, forests, collapsed cities to see if there's anything worth selling. And he has this little like naughty twinkle in his eye, but in sort of good-natured way, and then I bring it back to the secret squirrel, and uh, old Jesse gives me a good price for it. Plundering the tombs of the dead, I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was, after, what was after plundering the tombs of the dead? Um, I ask him perhaps if he knows something about the, the side of the battlefield. Oh, to the east, okay. I will get him to do a check. Zenoi, uh, um, by the way, just very quickly, your um, your audio will improve a lot if you put headphones in your phone, because I think it's it's when other people talk we can't hear you anymore because I think it's like fighting the. Um, okay, so you asked him whether he knows anything about the battlefield to the east from long long ago. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah okay. Right. He says. Uh, he looks squints into the distance and says. Uh, yeah, I've always thought those hills are a bit odd, but no, I didn't. I don't know anything about a battlefield. Sorry, I'm more about uh, trinkets. And he gestures over his shoulder. Do we have much money amongst us? Uh, you can go into your character sheet. Go. I think it's like equipment, and it should be listed there. Um, just so you know, while this is happening, Joseph is. Um... He, he slunk off into the woodlands, but he is he's found a vantage point where he can keep an eye on the whole situation. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Thank you for reminding me. Could you do a perception check, please? 
Yes. It says currency zero. What currency okay. is mine for it? We've got an eleven. I will say you don't see any traps in the undergrowth beside you. You don't see any nefarious characters coming up. Uh, yeah, everything looks A-OK -okay from a vantage point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, um, okay, so where was I? We did that. You noticed that. Is there anything else you would like to do, Joseph, before we continue moving time ahead? Because this is theoretically happening simultaneously. Uh, no, I think I'll just um, start oiling my bow. <laughs> nice. You, you do that. Uh, Staring okay. at the cool. situation. What we see now is... You start to come upon the outskirts of Orphia, and it's called the Outer Ring. This sort of like clutch of homesteads and taverns and shops that sort of surround the moat-defended central city. And you see all the usual stuff you see, uh, you know, farms, homesteads, shacks, stables. Then you come across uh, the sort of slightly more inner city version of the outer ring. And you follow this guy towards this strip of shops that's kind of the main street, but in a kind of dilapidated sort of way. You see he's heading towards a store called the Secret Scroll. The building itself is quite disheveled, but that sign that says Secret Scroll is very well kept. Beside it, to the left, is a tavern called the Rowdy Muse. And beside that is another tavern called the Broken Gauntlet. And you see this old man head towards uh, the Secret Scroll and hold his hand out towards... Uh, um, sorry... Ash's character's name, which is Monty, and say, Ah, thank you. You've been so helpful. Could you hand that back to me? Hand what back? Sorry. Oh, uh, this is, you know, he gave you the bag to hold. I was just assuming that you held it being oh, yes, the, yes, the sort of friendly fellow yes, you are. Um, oh, um, should we, should we... yeah, I think he seems nice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he takes it back and he says, uh, Ah, I'll only be uh, a few minutes in here. We could uh, go next door for a vintner's ale afterwards if you uh, fancy a drink. I'll see you in a little bit. And he heads into the secret scroll. And you guys sort of standing in the uh, high street, as it were, of kind of this outer ring of Orphia. I wonder which pub he was talking about. Uh, he sort of, he gestured to the left-hand side, which is the Rowdy News. Okay. I don't trust yeah. that man. <laughs> I don't know. I like him. He drinks at a nice spot. That's probably where I would have gone. <laughs> cool. So, what would you guys like to do? You see people sort of ambling around, chatting, sort of in little groups, and pointing a little bit at Zinarai, and sort of then looking away when he looks towards them. Let's get inside, boys. Mm, drinks inside? are on me. Let's go. Let's go to the Rowdy Muse. Maybe we'll chat to that guy later. Yeah, well, maybe maybe if, uh, I think he's nice, but maybe if you guys are not so sure, maybe the person who he sells things to at the shop will, will tell us more about him, whether he's uh, to be trusted. Mm, that's an interesting point. Well, we've got to wait for him to come out first then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Follow in straight away. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of this guy? I have a suggestion. Um, 
we could go inside. I could cast darkness on the room, and then we can have a nosy about without him seeing us. Mm -hmm. Well, I also uh, I I have uh, the ability to cast a circle of truth in in which no one can lie, uh, which could could also work in said situation. Mm. I say maybe we save that for later on when we've got him one on one. Mm. If we uh, if we yes. want to pin him down on something, because at the moment he's just a a guy who's picked up some treasure. Yeah. If, if we yeah. know that maybe he's lying to us or he's got yeah. a quest that we might want, then that's when we could get the truth out of him. Should we, um, should we choose a pub then, folks? Yeah. Anything to get out of the street. Yeah, Rowdy Muse sounds good. Sounds yeah. like my kind of place. <laughs> I don't like rowdy things, but I'll, I'll come along, sure. Yeah, I'll protect you, don't worry. Okay, okay so... Three foot halfling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need that. A giant seven-foot bear needs that kind of protection. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you guys head into the Ruddy Muse, and it's quite a small tavern. It's kind of the curtains are mostly drawn, so very little natural light gets into here. It's about just coming up to lunchtime, maybe 11.30 a.m., and you see a little group of three nuns, or what you assume are religious people in your head, you just assume they're nuns, sitting in this table against the far wall. And you see a bartender sort of behind the bar on the left side. And there's a couple of tables in between. One person sort of drinking by themselves. Looks like a farmer. Dirt on his hands. And then the bartender says, uh, Hello, uh, what can I get you? I dislike nuns. I cast Thaumaturgy. Hey. What? Thaumaturgy has a bunch of different effects. Which effect do you want to use? Yeah. Um, I would like it to create... Um, um, harmless tremors in the ground around a group of nuns. <laughs> okay. Um, Just so they leave. The, you see yeah. the bartender kind of put his glass down and clutch the bar and look around and make sure his glasses don't fall down. And then you see the, the nuns sort of stand up and go, do you think he needs us, sisters? Do you think he's calling? Do you think he's finally going to come down? No, no, sister. It's just a tremor. Don't worry. Sit down. It'll pass. And then they sort of sit down cautiously. What else would you like to do? Mm. I'd like to listen in to their conversation. You want to eavesdrop on the nuns' conversation? Yes. Okay. Uh, you don't. You don't want them to know that you're doing that. I could probably get a good listening using my stealth. Then maybe you should do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You Abelardo I, nud I nudges you. Okay. I don't understand what you want to find out, but I'll do it for you if you want. Okay. Thank give you. us. Give us a stealth check. Okay. Which I have uh, proficiency in as well, but I don't know what that does. It just means it's more likely to succeed. Uh, okay, with a, with a 10. Uh, well, because this is obviously, you know, you're in the middle of a tavern. It's not, it's not a hiding kind of thing. You're just sort of trying to act natural. It's an acting natural check. And what you... <coughs> you sort of like... It's not terribly hard to do. The nuns don't seem to care much that you're relatively close to the table. You manage to look towards the bartender as though you're paying attention to something else. And you hear little snippets of conversation that sound like, oh, he was gone again this morning. He must like uh, bread, freshly baked. Did we leave any music this time? Oh no, we left sheet music. That's right. Okay. So tomorrow we'll bring sheet music, bread, and hopefully he'll take it again. What do you think? Mother? Yes, I mean, I think we should stick with the traditional things. Beer, that's always good. And you sort of hear this list of things that they seem to be bringing to someone or something and hoping that it is 
accepted, almost like an offering of some sort. And bartender who sees you guys come in says, uh, well, come on, speak up. If you're not drinking, then loiter elsewhere. I cast thermotergy again. <laughs> you see, uh, you see the bartender. Time, yeah, go on. This time to make my voice boom up to three times as loud. And I, and I shout at him, Ale! <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, he, and he says, uh, uh, okay, let's, just for fun, this isn't strictly necessary, but roll an intimidation check just for funsies. No, uh, no, just uh, Zenrai. God, he's a weak ass world. <laughs> 13, okay. He says, uh, all right, all right, there's no need to shout. That'll be one copper each. Get it on the table, I'll pour it. And he goes back to this keg and starts pouring you. Uh, how many ales did you ask for? I didn't, I just shouted ales. Okay, he's going to make one for each of you. Uh, I just want a mineral water. <laughs> he says, yeah, this guy. You, do, you mean, do, you, <laughs> do you mean water? <laughs> Yes, that one. <laughs> sure. All right, all right. What? Water's yeah. water's Remind free. Me with you again. Water's free. You're lucky your friends are having ale now. Sit down or stand somewhere other than the middle of the floor. You're making me nervous. Okay, oh. so I um I uh sneak back over um and sort of go. Come on, guys, over here. We we move over to so uh, one of the <laughs> tables okay. that was over to the other side. Okay. And you... say uh. Go on. Well, so the body's pouring the beers. I just kind of catch the eyes of you lot and just say, yeah, those nuns, not really sure. Um, I think they were just talking about an offering of some kind. Uh, sounds like some magic stuff to me. Uh, some kind of spiritual being, maybe, or a priest of some sort, something about sheep music, and I don't know. Who knows what they're talking about? Oh, I, I understand a lot about religion, actually. Um, I, 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 but I still couldn't. All the things they were saying were quite regular. So um, yeah, I don't think I can shine any light on anything, so to speak. <laughs> oh, she's shining a light. I, I do like light. <sighs> I trust not the pagan rambling for those old crones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say, Monty, could you please give me a religion check just to see how much you know from what you've heard if you can put anything together. Sure thing. <laughs> okay, you, you, you and... Uh, yeah, it's the same Wait thing. Wait a minute. Wait Wait a minute. Once. I think you can... Okay, I see why. Yeah. Why? You can just click... I think you can just click the name on the... Um, yeah, and it gives you... Yeah. Yeah, 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 directly. Yeah, some things I think you need to click on and then click the sub button, but some things you can just click the name, I think. Yeah, I think the things think in the, the main skill list, fine. the skill list you can it's just the do, casting yeah. of things in, or attacks that actually need the yeah. extension. Should I do another or happy to use one? No, uh, I'm happy to use the, the first one. Yeah, yeah, let's go with the first one. Okay, so with an 11, you kind of remember because you've spent a bunch of time in Orphia since venturing out of the nearby woodlands. So you're relatively familiar with goings on of the sea. And you would know that these are most likely or Orpheites. Orpheites are devotees of the city's patron, Orpheus. Uh, but you can't remember much else, aside from the fact that the city hasn't actually seen their patron in a long time. He lives at the top of the tallest tower in the central moated city district. And you get a sense that these are prob probably Orpheites. 
Okay. I know I know something about patron uh, fellow party members. Sometimes they can be benevolent and sometimes they can be evil. I don't trust these old crones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see the, bar the bartender comes over with uh, three ales and one water and he holds his hand out and he says, uh, three coppers, please, come on. I think I have money. So I can probably go with that. Yeah, you yeah, guys can just make a note of it and you can remove it from your actual equipment later because it's definitely in there somewhere. I'm just not sure yeah, which Yeah, I have sub 10 gold towards the, the... Yeah, you can click on it and it's like remove and stuff. So yeah, basically you would go down to... Uh, I mean, we don't necessarily have to do it this way, but you could go from change 10 to 9 gold, then you would have 9 silver, and then you would have 7 copper. Okay. Uh, okay, it's a bit more complicated now. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so he says thank you and walks away. You guys are sort of quietly sitting there. You see that one solo farmer guy gives a sidelong look at uh, uh, at Zenerai and sort of sort of uh, goes like this, and then uh, goes back to looking at his drink and sort of trying to look elsewhere. Is my is my thermometer still active? The booming one. Oh, well, it, it's a. Well, you've been talking about how you don't trust those quotes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Unless, uh, unless you re, unless you recast it, those were just at normal volume. Um, okay, I, I, I recast thermoturgy, um, and I shout to the farmer, "Something interests you, friend?" Oh, uh, nothing, nothing. I, I was just, I was just leaving. Uh, I'll, I'll see you later, Graham. Uh, money's on the table, and he like shuffles out the door. Not the fast, friend. Uh, he looks over his shoulder. Uh, yes, yes. Is there anything wrong? In uh, in my culture, one has to pay to see a spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That will cost you one round of drinks. Okay. Give me. Uh, I feel like this would be intimidation. Uh, at this point, Joseph is kind of just like eyes down, shuffling a little bit further away from the group. He's not exactly <laughs> against this, but I just. Uh, yeah, I just can't be asked. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, re I'm, I'm I'm standing there to try and reassure him, but my physical stature probably does anything but. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of get up over to like, hey, it's okay, it's okay, and to like, growling at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with the with the seven, you you make this 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 loud, uh, convincing sort of trying to excuse me intimidate him into paying for the drinks, and he says. Uh, he looks to the left and right, looks at the door and says, Oh, yeah, yeah, I left the, the money on the table. That's, that's enough for all of you. And then he just runs out the door. <laughs> and when you look at the table, it's not that far away from you. It's clearly only money for his drink. Yeah. Oh, I think that man was lying. <laughs> um, okay, you... Actually, can everybody look at that character sheet and tell me what your passive perception is? It should be like bottom left-ish. Thirteen. Uh, mine's fourteen. Mm -hmm. Ten. Ten. I know mine is like thirteen, but I'm... yes, it's like here. Okay, I will oh. say Joza. Yeah, Joza notices this noise, this kind of vibration, different, different from when Zenerai was using Thaumaturgy to sort of make rumbles and uh, enhance his voice. You hear like a, like a thudding noise coming from the building next door, and. Yeah, it's sort of localized to the back of the building. And you think, oh, that's weird. Um, 
Well, what is the building next door? Where is that next door? Is in the that's the scroll, scroll that's the right? It's yeah. the secret, man, secret okay. scroll, yeah. Yeah, um, guys, there's a thirteen coming from the shop next door. We should probably check it out. I told you that man couldn't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Finish the drinks or go now? What do you reckon? Let's down it. Let's down it. Down it. Right. I'm not going to down it because I am violent enough as it is. So. <laughs> you see the bartender kind of look up at that with a concerned look and look down and sort of his hand goes under his uh, the counter of his bar. He looks anxious. Is he masturbating? Uh, you don't get the <laughs> sense, but you can roll an inside check if you want to be sure. Here you go. I mean, Kaiser. Uh, okay. <laughs> with a seven... I there is no way for you to be sure that he's not masturbating down there. <laughs> okay. Guys, I'm pretty sure I, the barman is masturbating. Okay. Um, I, 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 I cast uh, Mage Hand. Stop <laughs> <laughs> using all your spells. How many have you got? Technically, they're, they're cantrips, so you can use them as much as you want. Uh, okay. Uh, um, so I cast Mage Hand. I use it to pick up um, a glass from the bar, um, and I smash it behind the bartender. Uh, uh, we'll deal with that in just one second. Monty, did you want to do something at the same time? Uh, that's okay. No, 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 I'm okay now. Okay. Uh, as the glass smashes, the bartender turns around and raises this, like, wooden club that was clearly, he was holding underneath the bar. And he says, who did that? Who was it? Was it you guys? We're, and we're he just, looks like, looking around, like, really, like, <laughs> uh, like, looking, like, straight up and whistling and stuff. <laughs> okay. And he sort of, go on. Um, I, I, I was going to say, um, no, it wasn't I in the deception check. Uh, well, I don't think you necessarily need to. Let, let's see, because I'm going to roll an insight check to see where he... Because, to be honest, he probably didn't notice this semi-translucent mage hand moving. So it'd be pretty hard to prove that it was one of you guys. So let's see how perceptive he is. Okay. With a 13, to be honest, he's he's got no reason to... Uh, so he looks over to you and he says, uh, well, yeah, you you best be finishing your drinks. None of this funny business was happening before you came in here. And he sort of puts the club back and starts, like, scooping up the shard of glass. Yeah, uh, Joseph uh, stands up on the chair so that he's above the table. Okay. Uh, Next, his whole pint, because he got a full-size human pint of ale, and then says, let's go check out that noise. Uh, before we do that, can I grab the money off the table? I don't think we need to buy things. Uh, the money that the, the, the three copper. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, no, the. Well, the and so we don't. Oh, the the other guy, the other guy. Yeah, the 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 money that the guy that frazzing Timmy dated left on the table. He he only left one copper because he was only drinking one drink. But you can make a sleight of hand check to yeah. see if you can like whisk it away. It's totally worth it. Sleight of hand. Which which one is it? Sleight of hand. It's, yeah. it's in the list of skills. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's cleaning, that... so hopefully he's... <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> eight. Within eight, he, uh, he, 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 the bartender sees you very clearly and he says, hey, and he lifts up his club again and says, he points it towards you and says, leave that. That's mine. And you best be leaving now. <laughs> Give the man his copper. <sighs> this fucking guy. <laughs> all right, let's go. Come on. Uh, so I guess we, we all kind of slightly uh, having just necked our drinks. A tiny, tiny little bit tipsy. Um, <laughs> or, or just uh, walk out sheepishly. 
Um, I kick my chair over as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> you you see the uh, uh, you see the bartender sort of shake his head and like mutter something to himself, and you guys leave the tavern. Yeah, um, then we uh, we go next door. So can I uh, once we're outside? Can I roll a perception to see if I can still hear that sound? Uh, absolutely, make a perception check. Oh no, there you go. I thought it was an eight again. Oh wow, sixteen. Okay. With a 16, you... Or yeah, if you, I noticed anything weird in the street or anything like that. The street still kind of looks much as it was uh, beforehand. Um, but you do hear like slightly fainter version, because you're slightly further away from the back of that store now, of that thudding. You can sort of feel it in the ground with your ranger senses. Okay, so it's... Um, yeah, it was at the back of the, the inn. Um, no, the, the shop. The shop. The shop, sorry. Yeah. Let's uh, let's try and find a way around the back. Um, so we head to the side of the shop and uh, peer down the alley, see if we see anything. Okay. Uh, you see a regular alleyway. It doesn't look like there's any doorways to speak of. You can make an investigation check if you want to be certain. Yep. Oh. <laughs> okay, with a five, you look around the alley and you get the sense that this is a pretty standard dusty alley. You <coughs> you don't notice anything that would lead you to believe that it has a back entrance. It's more of like a, it seems like they're, what's the thing, semi-detached, like they share a wall kind of thing. So they're pretty, there's, it's not really designed to be entered that way. Okay, um, do you reckon I could scale that wall if I wanted to and try and hop around the back or something? Or would that draw too much attention? Uh, well, it's kind of... It's, if you roll well, you could do it uh, successfully, you could do it stealthily. It, it all really depends on uh, how good your acrobatics or athletics or stealth is. Okay. Uh, so I turn to the group and I'm just like... Uh, oh, back. So I turn to the group and just say, yeah, there's this weird sound coming from the back. Um, if we want to follow it up, I could try and hop that wall. You guys head in the shop, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, yeah thanks, that sounds good. You could head him, head him up from the back. Yeah, mm -hmm. all right. Um, so uh, we haven't really talked about where my panther is at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I'm guessing it's been sort of loitering uh, in a nearby sort of little green area or something. Um, and at this point, I sort of uh, maybe do a little whistle or something and let it know that I want to meet it around the back of this shop. Okay, cool. I'll say that you guys have that sort of language established so he follows you and you can head around to the back of the store um so you're gonna just walk is that the idea uh well uh i guess i could just walk around <laughs> yeah. uh but no i think i think joseph would want to impress his new his relatively new friends um and so tries an acrobatics check to uh no a athletics check to pop the wall okay cool give us an athletics <laughs> athletics check and while this is happening, are the rest of you going around to the front of the shop? Is that what I understood? Yeah, I think so. And Zenera? Yeah, we can pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys, look at that shit. Wow, natural. With a, with a, with a natural, natural 20, what happens is you there's a little there's a little like low fence at the back of this alleyway that sort of separates uh, alley from the back of the building. And there's the wall. And you basically see Joseph like 
wall run parkour off of the wall on top of the fence and then like backflip onto the other side. <laughs> yeah, I say, um, why walk when you can wall? <laughs> <laughs> and then perform a really, really impressive uh, feat of parkour. And uh, yeah, why not? Okay, as you as you as you're landing your perfect backflip wall run. Your panther sort of hops over gracefully with you, and what you find is a stone wall. So the back of this building appears to just be wall, and despite your amazing feat of acrobatics... <laughs> I'm now just around the back of the shop. <laughs> I kind of, uh, I kind of look, look back over the wall and just kind of uh, go, yeah, shit. <laughs> well, well, they can't see that. Uh, and I... Uh, <laughs> I start uh, sort of looking around and uh, coming around the other way to join them. Oh no, I, I know. I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll keep going around the building. See if there's any other entrances or exits. Okay, so you're going to go around. The small man would absolutely destroy. The what? In my culture, this small man would absolutely destroy the females. <laughs> <laughs> In your culture, acrobatics and parkour are valued highly. Yes. <laughs> good, good to hear. Good to hear. Okay, the rest of you go in the front door, and as you go through the door, I'll, I'll cut back to Chaser in a second, don't let me forget. As you go through the front door, you see that old man sort of walking away from the counter of this shop where the proprietor is standing, and he's holding a little, like, pouch of gold, and he's smiling to himself, going, Hey, guys! I've got some, uh, some ale money here. I'm gonna be next door. See you there. And he does little finger guns, and suddenly this old, kind of, like, paunchy somewhat old man starts to look like 20 years younger and he skips basically out of the shop. And the rest of what you see is kind of a a very, it feels like a, a magic shop almost. All the items are sort of, some of them are in glass, some of them look have giant warning labeled on them, don't touch, hand might be removed, this sort of a thing. And there's lots of scrolls, like a whole wall filled with just paper scrolls all lined up with this. And we'll get your reactions in a second. Joseph, you continue around uh, the side of the building and you don't see any other entrances, which is kind of strange to you because, you know, most buildings tend to have windows, exterior doors. You even notice that the tavern next door has a back entrance. It's got a window. It seems like this shop is unusual in how walled in it is with stone, like not even, not even daub, wood, just stone. It's built like a small castle. Can I check to see uh, if I can still hear that sound or sense that sound? Yeah, you hear it every now and then. Now that you're tuned into it, you hear it every sort of like a minute or so. Okay. And does it feel like I'm sort of, it's coming from a certain direction or can mm. I work out where it's coming from? Yeah. I mean, range of senses for sure. You get the sense that it's at the rear of this uh, secret roll store uh, and it's coming to you okay. dimly through the stone walls and through the ground. Okay. Um, in that case, I um, I sort of uh, I pat Dave and I say, "Yeah, add a boy. Um, wait here. I'm gonna just head inside the shop. Nothing to see here." And okay. uh, she sort of slinks off to a, a nearby hedge, and okay. I um, I'll, I'll walk around and join the others in the shop. Okay, cool. You join and you hear Joseph walking in behind you, and then you see that sight of a kind of like obscure items everywhere. Some of them are very spread out on the shelf. Some of them are, yeah, little vials with little cork stoppers in them. 
let me just bring up my notes so that I can be more specific. It's very trusting, the trusting of this shop owner to leave uh, all of these items lying about, isn't it? Mm, you yeah. say this out loud? <laughs> uh, do you say this out loud? Um, sure. <laughs> he says, uh, well, I have ways of dealing with thieves, young men. I mean, young furbolg, I want to say? That is correct. Well done. Uh, uh, how about that fellow who just left? He seemed very happy. What did, what did he sell you? Uh, well, he sent me, sold me a number of useful items, but I haven't sorted them yet. Those are, uh, those are in the back room. Uh, I'm going to have to get to there in a second. And just as he finishes the sentence, you hear like a thump coming from the back room and sort of makes the wooden floorboards like vibrate a little bit. And he says, oh, uh, don't worry about that. I've got a lot of sacks of books in there. They're constantly falling down. Uh, I should really get more organized. Mm -hmm. I, I, I whisper to Jowser, um, let's distract him while you sneak into the back room to find out the source of this humming. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good. Yep. I can always intimidate him in that. So I've, um, I, I obviously, I know I entered the shop and the door made a very loud um, sound so that he knows that there's another person in. But because I'm a, I'm a halfling, I sort of, uh, I, give, I give him a little uh, nod of the eye and pretend I'm not with the others. Okay. Um, when, I, when I joined the group, when I joined in. Uh, I mean, and then I sort of, I, uh, I then sort of took a different direction and disappeared behind a, a stack of, you know, bottles or something. And then I'm just out of sight anyway. I mean, if this fellow deals in uh, maybe some strange, fudding things, maybe he likes animals and livestock. I hear bear shows are a, a form of entertainment. I could, I could do a little dance in the corner to distract him. Yeah, of course. Bear shows to? are all the rage. Okay, if you're intending to do a little bear dance in the corner, then you're going to need to roll a performance check, and it's going to need to be damn good. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys can anyone assist him can you assist walls in this game uh you can but you would need to like describe Explain how why. you're helping him so what if what if um what if the rest of you form a circle and start like clapping sure thing mm. the performance that we have to do okay um no in that idea. case you can all just clap a circle like it's a like it's a <laughs> wedding or something like that um but the way the way you would help is that you give uh, monty advantage so you can roll again okay hell yeah <laughs> okay with a 14 <laughs> with a four with a 14 you you get you get sort of polite interest from the proprietor and he says uh Oh, uh, is this from your culture, this dance? And he sort of like looks around as though, uh, what should I say here in this situation? <laughs> that, that feels like he's wrapped up in it enough for uh, Joe to sneak through. <laughs> yeah, does that, um, does that give me any kind of advantage on a, on a stealth roll? Um, okay, is that so not, is that not good enough? because he's distracted, I'll say that would... Because he's distracted, that gives you the... You might need to draw him out of his, uh, out from behind there, because I'm yeah, kind of I mean, trying to get to the back, I'm, aren't I? I'm, I'm enjoying the bear dance, so I'll say <laughs> make, a, make a stealth check with advantage, so you get to roll twice. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Goodness right. gracious. All right, roll again. Oh! oh. oh. Okay. 
With the 22, you managed to sort of go from from shelf to low table to shelf and start to like edge away around the back of the counter so far unseen and you think you're doing pretty well but you've got to do the more difficult stretch now which is getting literally behind him within a few feet and to the door that leads to the back uh to the back room so to do that last little stretch you'll need to make another stealth check is there anything about performance that's gonna change during this time uh yeah um, i am I lie to the shopkeeper and I say, come, my good man, bears dance more prolifically when you clap louder and closer. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, I'm going to cast light on myself uh, and I'm going to start radiating uh, a, a green hue. <laughs> that is, okay. you, you have the light cantrip and you can just touch something and it I is... I do indeed. Okay, I, that's... I touch myself. Okay, this is this is pretty funny. I'm gonna need a persuasion check, or actually, no, it's more deceptive. Well, I'm gonna say persuasion because it's not strictly lying. Maybe that would make a better performance better. Um, so, Zenerai, could you give me a persuasion check, please, to see how good this helps? How well this helps? Okay, with a seven. Okay. I'm going to say that uh, the proprietor sort of looks to Zenerai, sort of looks you up and down, and doesn't sort of, like, look at you quite as judgmentally as the regular folk. You get the sense that this guy's seen some shit, and a tiefling is not that unusual in his line of work. But he looks at you as though, uh, uh, and he says, I'm good here, thank you, though. But he looks at the light, and he thinks, uh, oh, good, good, I mean... This is nice. If you buy something, I mean, uh, I could watch as many bear dances as you want. Okay, so that's the current state of that. So I'll say it's not quite enough for advantage, but you can add... I'll say you can add two to your stealth check, Joza. So give me another stealth check, but it's no longer with advantage, it's just a regular roll. Oh, okay. So that's your regular roll, so that makes it an 18, 19. Yeah, I'll say with a 19, you get to the door to this back room. No one has seen you, soundingly. Being a stealthy halfling has clearly helped with that. So you're, you're at the door. What, what do you do now? Um, yeah, I want to sort of see if I... I want a perception, see if I can um, see anything strange about this room now that he's, uh, he's distracted and I've sort of got a new, new vantage point. Uh, uh, well, you're still in the main room that everyone is in. Oh, right. You haven't actually gone through this door yet. Do you, do you intend to, uh, attempt sorry. to go through uh, it? Yes. Okay. You... Is there a keyhole to look through? Uh, there's a keyhole. Okay, yeah, I'll take a little peeky, little peeky peek. Okay. <laughs> uh, in that case, give me a perception check just for fun. Because, I mean, that's, that's the name of the game, really fun. Okay, <laughs> with an 11, you see wood, uh, you see some crowded shelves with junk seemingly on them and you see like a leg a very hairy furry leg just sort of glance in front of your vision and you're not really sure what to make of that but it's quite a big leg and you're that's all you know uh okay so what do i do um I mean, at the moment, this is literally just curiosity, isn't it? We've got no reason to think that there's anything going on, like, bad or that could benefit us in any way. Um, <laughs> what, what's here? <coughs> there's an animal around there, clearly, if there's a furry head. Well, furry leg, was it that you saw? Leg, yes. Yeah, but it's in, it's in a back room, isn't it? 
Don't be so cold-hearted. You have a, a, a panther for a pet. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> He's like a brethren. Of yeah, but I mean, I like this. This guy seems pretty, it's pretty chilling. Um, but yeah, okay, let's... Uh, I, I can train think... a teeny day to the guy into paying attention or joining the dance. No, I'm, I mean, I've like absolutely bossed my way with stealth checks so far, so I reckon he has no idea I'm here. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be like... Ah, fuck it, I've got nothing else going on. Um, if nothing else, maybe we can um, try and find some of the, the wares that that guy dropped off and uh, take, something, take something mm. nice. I have, um, I have a last resort. Um, if the back door is unlocked, I can cause it to fly open with thaumaturgy. <laughs> okay, so who, yeah, who well, wants to... Then, who I, wants well, to so I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check the door. So I'm going to slyly just uh, try the handle, see if I can just uh, sneak in. Okay, you give it a little quiet test, and it does appear to be locked. Okay. Um, do, you, do you have uh, I get the sense that you're trying to get in the room? Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you Joza, have thieves tools in your equipment? No. Or anything in your equipment that resembles thieves tools? Like a piece of wire or uh, some lint? <laughs> um, uh, I've got a, uh, I've got a hunting trap that I could try and like twist off a bit of. Uh, okay, okay. Like I'll say some of, the, some of the mechanism or something. I'll say uh, as the dan as uh, okay. No wait, just just before we get to meanwhile that. this shit hot bear dance. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Everyone's attention. I'm gonna come back. You guys and I'm are just say, louder and louder. <laughs> okay, you can either you can either give me another performance check to see if this is gonna still even moderately hold his attention that you might buy something, or you can give me a uh, constitution check to see if you have the physical stamina to dance for this long. Well, firstly, I'm going to touch myself and turn the light purple. Okay, solid. Uh, solid. Just, just as the shopkeeper's sort of like looking away, like, I've seen this before, like suddenly you turn purple, he's like, oh! You're like an RGB gaming accessory. Um, so what's the constitution or... Um, performance, it's up to you which one. Oh, yeah! Oh, is that last one? That was the last one. Uh... No, no, that, that's... No, that's no, it wasn't. That was it. That was, the last one was a seven. I knew it was uh, shit. Yeah, okay. With, with, with an eight, uh, you see that he is <laughs> no longer sort of paying attention to you and goes, okay, I get the sense that this is some sort of busking routine, and if that's the case, please take it outside. And he starts to, like, shuffle, shuffle the papers on his desk around a little bit, and you get the sense that... He's going to see Joza at any minute. Does anyone Wait, do sir, anything? Sir, 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 sir. Wait, sir. We're, not, we're not busking. We actually have money ourselves. We'd like to buy something from you. Can you show oh, us your way? You see him lean forward and he says, Oh, you want to buy Why something? Why didn't we think of that before? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have uh, arrows, breastplates, scrolls, dulcimers, uh, some holy water, and he sort of winks at you because you look vaguely holy. I'm kind some... of, uh, f from behind him, uh, Joseph's kind of like using his hands to symbolize like arrows, like get some arrows for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, when you say symbolize arrows, does it look like this? Yeah, kind of, I'm doing like a bow thing, but, not, but like pointing at the arrow, like not oh, the bow. Gotcha. Like bow, not that, arrow, yes, thumbs up. Um, and, and then so... I'm like counting on my hand like five. <laughs> five, we can get 
arrows. Yeah, yeah, and he says, uh, five arrows. Oh, How much you're... are five arrows, good friend? Okay, I well... I for... spend my friend Abelardo's money here. For five arrows, that'll run you, uh, hmm, one silver piece. I kind of, uh, you look over to me, I'm kind of, like, looking down, thinking about it. I'm, <laughs> 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 um, like, six arrows... One silver piece. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you communicate. All right, no wait. This is getting too complex, Joseph. If you want to try and like hand hand signal this, you're gonna to need to do a performance check. Because um. <laughs> that, that. that is a highly complex little story you're trying to convey. Okay, let's do it. Okay, with Not a thirteen, bad. with thirteen, I assume you're talking to Monty. With a thirteen, Monty, you think that he wants sixty-four arrows. <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous, and it's your money. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not playing for. <laughs> it's your money, and I'm outraged. Okay. What do you say? I I just kind of do that kind of motion. Uh, I pass it off as a sneeze in front of the shopkeeper, but it's clearly a no. Okay. I kind of uh, just says uh, kind of shrugs and. Go, uh, maybe tries to not pick this door. Okay, well, because you've only got a little bit of wire from your like bear trap, uh, <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be uh, with disadvantage. But do you have any proficiency with any tools? Like, look in your bottom left of your character sheet. What, what are your tool proficiencies? <laughs> um, I'm quite proficient with a flute. <laughs> but no other tools of any kind like for example a I, uh, I could bust this dog with a flute you have like sometimes people have proficiency with a jeweler's kit or an alchemy kit or a smith's no. tools okay no, in that no, case no, no, no. yeah this is going to be a tricky check you're going to do a dexterity check with disadvantage so what's your dexterity modifier um plus four plus four okay so that means you're going to roll twice with the plus four and you're going to take the lower of the two rolls uh, okay, well, just roll a d20. How uh, do I do that? Oh, uh, sorry. If you go to your... Oh, the, hit same... dexterity and then yeah. you'll be on 20. Okay. Holy shit! All right, but roll again. <laughs> Luckily, this is a disadvantage. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Um, oh. With a 12, I'll say, yeah, this, this door is not particularly uh, well secured. Uh, you get the sense that you've put this little piece of wire inside... And you, you hear it click, and you think, oh, this is going pretty well. And then you hear this, this little alarm come from nowhere, going like, <laughs> and the, the guy turns around and he says, oh, come on, please, just stand up, stand up, get over there, get over there. And he sort of like ushers you over to the other side of the I counter. I am standing up, I'm a halfling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He ushers you to the other side of the counter and he says, okay, all right, listen, this is a magic store. Do you really think that I would just leave the task of securing my back room up to a simple lock? Oh, goodness me. Okay. All right. I'll level with you. Yes, the back room is making a lot of noise. Yes, my explanation of it wasn't particularly good. I need favor. All right. I will. <sighs> okay. What should I do? And he, he makes a check here. He's going to make an intelligence check. And he says, uh, listen, I'll let you keep something, whatever you want, one thing from the back room, if you can deal with the little situation I've got going on in there. What do you say? No need for stealing, no need for sneaking around. Honestly, is that even a lockpick? It looks like a piece of twine. 
just like put, say, it back, um, put it back in my pocket and don't say anything. <laughs> I say, uh, he hasn't he hasn't told me. yet. Mm. Sorry, what does NRS I say, say? I say if you want us to leave with your shop still intact and not a burning husk, then we'll take three things for dealing with your problem. <laughs> okay uh is this are you trying to like uh that sounds like intimidation okay give me an intimidation check <laughs> <laughs> uh man you suck at rolling give me one second oh, like Might as well. 13 not terrible okay with the 13 uh i'll say he's gonna roll an insight check just to see if you're for real or not okay he goes Okay, listen, I, again, I, I have to repeat this. I own a magic store. This, <laughs> this, this is not my first rodeo, okay? This, this, this stuff back there is, is good shit. Some of it, my friend just brought in. You can take one thing with you, okay? It's not difficult to deal with. You'll see when you get back there. I, okay, it's, it's, you just gotta, it's a creature, right? And it's it's making a lot of shit back there, and I don't I don't want to deal with it myself. Everybody, roll. Oh, sorry, go on, eh? Uh, I can talk to animals, so that might be useful. Oh, and he says, "Oh, uh, do you, you you're not saying this out loud, though." Whisper, whisper to us, maybe. Yeah, whisper yes, to you then, guys. Okay. Yeah. Just because they don't know. Uh, they everybody, roll an insight check. <clears throat> Whoa! Uh, is that a is that a natural a one? one? <laughs> one. Okay. Uh, I'll say, Joza, you get the sense that he doesn't want to deal with the creature in his back room himself. Sort of like an irrational reason. He's got this weird look in his eye, and the closest thing you can you can describe it as is kind of like superstition. You you get the sense that he's he, he probably could deal with it, but he's kind of superstitious about it, and sort of like. He keeps touching like the 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 wood of his counter in a sort of like luck kind of way, and he says, "So, what do you say? You're going to deal with it for me?" What do you mean, deal with it? You want to kill it? Anything you need to do to just have it not be there anymore. We can talk to it. We can try that. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then he waved his hand in a sort of dismissive way to sort of dismiss you into that room, and it also makes the door go click. And it opens just the tiniest amount, like two inches. Yeah. Now quickly, go quickly, quickly. We don't want to let it out. Hurry, hurry. Okay, so you guys head in. Who goes first? I'll go first, given that I'm the biggest one and I have the spell. Okay. Okay. So are you all going in single file or is it just Abe and then the rest of you are hanging back? I think that might be okay. safe. Or you can I hang back as well, but... I'll come in as well because I'm fair. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's... okay, I'll slip in. I'll slip in too. Sort okay, like Zenarai, are you sort of like staying in the threshold or something? Yeah, I'm going to hang back in the uh, the entrance to the door and ready to throw some sick uh, druidic spells. Okay, cool. Uh, I will say, just give me a second and I will move us in just a moment. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Um, I'm going to put Abe here. Excuse me. I had a quick question. While I Hit, was me. Away. Hit me. Um, so I have a ritual spell to summon the 
And I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Welcome back. Uh, Ash has gone to go for piss, I think. Sorry, Fraser, what's that? Um, so I've got a spell, Find Familiar, um, which is a ritual to summon a familiar. Mm -hmm. um, and it says the cost is... Um, uh, I've got to have 10 GP worth of stuff. Do I have to buy that stuff before I leave, or do I lose the money when I cast? Uh, okay, because the components have a gold piece value, you do need, you do need to buy them in order to cast the spell. Mm -hmm. And when you cast the spell or the ritual, the spell like consumes those components. Right. Okay. Yeah, familiars are like a, a whole thing. Uh, is that I'm surprised that warlocks have access to that uh, spell. It's it's usually like a uh, wizard thing. Uh, yeah, it was one of the boons from Sylvanas. Oh, nice. Cool. <coughs> Got some sweet hybrid classes going on, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, do we have Abe here as well? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Awesome. Okay, so uh, Abe and Monty go through the door first. Ah, that's right. Hey. Um, and I'm just going to show you here. And what you see is an enormous, like, it's a giant elk. There's there's no other word for it. It is... Kill it. Uh... <laughs> okay, you, you shout kill it. That, that happens. And I, let's just let me put you in, put in perspective for how big this thing is. It is like, like pretty much 10 feet tall. And it's like barely fitting its body into this back room. And all across these tables, there is just like miscellaneous uh, arcane looking knickknacks and scrolls and things. And in the middle of the room, you see this gray bag just lying open in the middle of the floor. And from your vantage point, it looks to have like fuzzy fabric balls inside of it. And you see the elk sort of standing there. And I'm going to get Monty, Monty and Abe to give me a religion check, please. Religion check? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> it's not going to be better. Okay. Oh, two ones in a row. <laughs> okay. Uh, with a one, you think to yourself... Uh, Ah, this giant elk uh, seems bigger than a normal one, and the uh, and Abe, you with an iron, you get the sense that this can't be a normal elk, and maybe there's something a bit special about it, but you don't remember enough to actually put it together. Uh, okay. Can I try and talk to it then? Sure. What do you do to try and do that? I use speak with animals, which is one of my paladin thingies. Cool. Uh, can you click it? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be able to comprehend, verbally communicate with beasts. It's a level one spell. Okay. So, Mark, did you press that button as though you cast it? Yeah, but yeah, but I don't think it did the roll. Uh, that's okay. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I did it. But if you go to your if you go to your spells tab and have a look at your spell slots, did it actually like tick off yeah. one of your spell slots? Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that's awesome! I can't believe it did that automatically. Um, cool. So you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence. Beasts can give you information about nearby locations. Uh, you might be able to be able to persuade a beast to promise more fame for you. Okay, cool. Let me have a look at the intelligence score of this 
giant creature. Okay, you you get a sense uh, that it's saying, uh, oh, many, many small beasts. What? What? And you get sense that he or she has just registered your presence and is confused and wondering what they're going to do about it. Do you say anything? Um, ask it what it is or who he is, or, well, he, she is. Okay. Uh, you get a response back from him and says, Oh, the small one talks. Uh, I am he. I am me. And you get, you get the sense that he, he has no concept of identity beyond that. <laughs> cool. You can ask it what's, uh, what it's seen in the last day. What it's? What it, what is it perceived in the last day? Okay, let's ask it that then. What it has seen or what it has happened to it in the last day. Uh, he says, hmm, there was nothing. There was blackness. And then I was here in this small space. I tried to eat this and points its hoof and sort of stamps its hoof at the bookshelf. And you can see all these like chew mucks in the bookshelf. <laughs> this bad. I need food. I need water. Do you, do you have these? Do we have water? Uh, yes, you have, you have rations of a water skin, that sort of thing. In equipment, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, if you, rations. Yeah, so you do. Do you do anything with yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Who, who, are your, who are the others? Who are your other small ones? Um, so... Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Hugo, sorry. I was just going to say, obviously, Josa is a beast master with animal handling as well, so mm -hmm. I could try and, uh, I don't know calm it down or something um if you want to ask it like what does it want does it want to yeah let's ask him what it wants uh he says uh, uh food water get out to this small room where how how do i leave Ooh. okay so i will give it food and water um, okay you lay um, you lay down your rations and your water skin on the ground yeah okay you see Elk sort of go up to it and say, sniffs it a couple of times and then just eats the, the rations like in the leather container that they were in, like without opening them and starts to like lick the water skin, but can't get it because it's like a bottle. It says, this, this not water. This, bleh, bleh. Okay, so let's open the water for him and put it in some sort of, um, what's the word? Like vase or whatever. Yeah, like a bowl. Container. Uh, Okay. Can I see any kind of container around? Uh, I'll say you have like a bowl with you in your like camping gear for like eating campsite meals. So you put water in the bowl and you see its enormous tongue like this big comes out and like licks up the water in the bowl and like two, two licks and goes, ah, yes, better. How, how do I go out of this place? Okay. So now I'll just, um, tell Joseph, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, what it wants, that it actually wants to get out. Okay. Master. Um, well, so I already know, obviously, there aren't any other doors or exits, so I can just say, you know, okay, I can take it to the woods if you need. And sort of, like, uh, start approaching the beast, like, in a calming way, like, my hands out and making nice shushing noises and sort okay. of, like, letting it know that I'm going to take it with it. Okay, uh, I will say... Based on the fact that you just walked through this doorway, you would be pretty confident that the doorway is too small for a 10-foot elk to go through. 
but we'll deal with that in a second. You can make an animal handling uh, check, animal handling check to see how well you soothe it as you approach it. Okay, I've got advantage on this as well. Uh, yeah, you probably do. But why? Why is it that you have advantage? Uh, it's a proficiency. Oh, sorry, not advantage. It's a proficiency. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, is that? No, yeah. So I've only got a twelve. Yeah. So because it, uh, it would have already done the calculation for you. Oh, yes. Wisdom. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, awesome. So I'm going to get it to do an insight check. Okay. Now, with a four, it's sort of, uh, it's, it doesn't run away from you, but it sort of snorts at you and says, you, small, smaller beast, what, where, go, leave. And you just get these sort of like verbs coming at your consciousness. Um, okay. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I then like look back, look at the elk. And then look back at the door, mm-hmm. and then look at the elk, <laughs> and then look back at the door. <laughs> like a cartoon. And slowly realise that it's clearly not getting through that door with its massive antlers and ten foot size. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try and work out if there's anything else in the room that could. Uh, well, also, how did it get in this room, right? So um, I'm gonna. Can I do a perception? See if there, I can see anything that could give me any clues. Sorry. Examine the summoning circle. Sorry, say that again. What was that? Me. Yeah. yeah, what would you say? I'm, I'm saying it looks like there's a summoning circle on the floor of the room. Yeah, it does. Okay, uh, you, Zenarai, can make an arcana check on the little, like, inscriptions in the floorboards. Uh, Hugo's character, Joza, can make a perception check to see if you can determine how the elk got here. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, uh, actually, no, I'll say... Make it an investigation check because you're 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 sort of like looking around and like doing stuff. So you do an investigation check instead. Oh wow, you both got natural ones, but obviously the perception <laughs> perception doesn't count. Um, okay, with a <laughs> wow. Okay, so what happens is Zenorai, uh, Zenorai, In order to do the check, you'd have to like walk further in the room uh, to go over to it. Is that okay? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we, we hear you now. Cool. I'm back. Okay, cool. So I was saying, in order to check out this theoretical, maybe something, can you see your little icons? Uh, maybe I should move that. Is that working? Wait, one second. I guess. No, we can't see ours. Yeah, hold on. I did all the, because it's got different layers. There we go. Oh, I messed up. I. What? Oh, I thought that was me. Oof. No, it's all good. It's all good. Sorry, I just forgot to put these on a layer on a layer that you could actually see. Um, you just exactly the space where the character appeared. Nice. You guys are like magic. Okay, so uh, you know Abe and Monty in the front here, and then we've got Joza in the back here. And Zenorai, in order to inspect the summoning circle or what you think it to be, you've got to walk up to this place. Is that fine? Yeah. Okay. Sure. With a natural one, you lean down and you get the sense that this just looks like pretty elaborate carvings in the floorboards, but as you lean forward, you overbalance and then fall on your head on the ground. And, and uh, I will say, Joza, as you were trying to soothe the creature, you came over to sort of this region and you're making an a investigation check. And in the process of your investigation check, you kind of walk around and start looking at stuff. And what you do is you pick up the, the nearest item and I'm going to need you to roll D d8 for me. So the way you do that is you go to the little 
bar on the left, like the Photoshop bar, and then you hover over the dice and select D8 on the left. Okay, the two, what happens is... You pick up this thing, it just looks like uh, some, some rocks that were on this table here, and just as you pick them up, you notice them start to like flicker in and out of existence, and then suddenly all the objects on all the tables suddenly like flicker and change position in like a split second, and you end up holding a uh, healing potion. It's uh, yeah, just a regular healing potion, and you think to yourself, that was a bit strange, and now you're holding a healing potion. Okay, yeah, stick it in a side pocket and Think nothing of it because my investigation was a natural one, so I yeah. have no, no idea what's going on. <laughs> okay, cool. So you can add, you can either make a note on a piece of paper or add to your equipment list that you have a healing potion now. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, who well, wants I, to I, do I, something? I picked myself up from the floor in a fit of rage. <laughs> okay. I scream and my hands begin to fill with flame. You, you scream and your hands are on fire for any particular reason? Um, I'm about to cast a spell at the elk. Okay, what's the Whoa! spell? What's the spell gonna be? Um, well, I'm, I'm waiting for the party to jump in and stop me. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm, I'm going I, to try and calm the elk as well. I'm gonna cast calm emotions okay. in a foot dome. So, <laughs> so that's, that's so cool. <laughs> okay, so click that spell. I want to read the deets. Oh wow. 60 foot, oh no, that's 60 foot range, although I don't know what Oh, 20... sorry, 20 foot radius. Oh, is that what that 20 foot radius means? <clears throat> mm. Oh, okay, yeah, 20 foot radius, foot okay. 20 foot radius. So yeah. you, you, wanna, you wanna see something cool? Um, I can show you, where, which point do you choose to cast it at? So I'll say- I, I'll actually cast it as Zenerai at the epicenter. Okay, with Zenerai at the epicenter. Does that but, not make it stronger? Uh, <laughs> I will say, just let me do a cool thing here. Since I believe it says humanoid, so... Um, Actually, would it not so... make more sense to cast it between us? So you get the elk and me. Well, it says humanoid. That's the only reason I haven't done it. Uh, oh, gotcha. Okay. So basically, okay. I'll say, win a range, charisma saving throw. Okay, so Zenerai and Joza and Abe, all of you please make a charisma saving throw. So I just click my charisma at the top of the character sheet. Uh, no, you choose the Christmas saving throw that's at the top left. It's got like a separate box for saving throws. Uh, I'm with you, yeah. Sweet. Ooh. Goes there now, right? Okay. Uh, also, you can... I will say that, yeah, with a 25, you, uh, if a creature fails a saving throw, you can suppress the effect. Oh, yeah. So I'll say you save. You you feel like your emotions were about to be calmed, and then they weren't. Uh, Joza, you <laughs> Joza, you feel incredibly calm, and the fact that all this stuff changed places when you picked up the item doesn't bother you at all. You're just feeling really zen, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. It's quite hard to flap me. And Abe, uh, Abe, you feel again very chill, very zen, and you're not as worried about the elk as you were before. You think we'll figure this out. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Well, that's great, um, but neither of you were the problem. Okay, so Zenerai, you—I'll say because you weren't successfully calmed, you can cast whatever it was you were going to cast. Okay. 
Um, so I cast Eldritch Blast for the elk. Oh, also, just before, I should cl- I should clarify that, that because this is calm motions, you can choose to uh, fail the saying throw if you want to, but I get the sense, because you're in a rage, you probably wouldn't want to fail it on purpose. Um, so I feel um, the press... Uh, the press with emotions, and I turn on my emotions. I turn to um, Monty and I say, "Was that you, little bear?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. I mean, I know my presence can be calming to many. I'm soft and fluffy. Mm, That's yes, on you, you man. Yes, you are very soft and fluffy. <laughs> okay, so. Let's say that I distracts like that. you. You feel a little distracted because Monty has suddenly tried to calm you with arcane magic. And you sort of like hesitate, but you're still in that moment of decision whether you either could still be in a rage or you could be distracted. Like, what, what does your character do? Um, uh, so he calms down. Okay, cool. Said, yeah. Sort of hesitation was enough. I didn't have to pull out the dance in the end. <laughs> Good Zenerai. <laughs> cool. So the elk sort of starts to... Uh, I'll say that the food was placed roughly here. So the elk starts to, like, nurse you guys just sort of ignoring it and talking to each other. And it starts to just sort of amble around, nibbling on this table, trying to get more sustenance and, like, occasionally thumping itself against the wall and trying to get out. And you get the sense that that's causing the noises before. Right. Um, out! Must Someone gonna check out that fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone can check that. Um, I'm really bad at... at Not sure. me. I'm the closest by far, but I just say that out loud. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let, let's check the grey bag then. But I, I feel like I should talk to the elk before it gets a bit more um, mm. uneasy. Yeah, good idea. Okay, so you would like to say something? Yeah, let's ask if he has any idea how he ended up there. I know he said something about the dark, but if he has any idea how it actually ended up there, where he was before. Uh, he says, uh, I, I have only been here for a short time. Too, too hungry. Only two hungries worth of time. I, there, was, there, was, there was nothing. There was black. There was nothing. And then there was me in a small room, out. And you get the sense, you get, basically in animal elk language, you get the sense that he's only been here for two sort of like meals worth of time, like two hungries, like that's the only way he has of measuring time. And everything before that was just blackness. And he's only really been himself for a short period of time. Okay. Does someone want to check the gray bag? Now that it's a bit calmer for, for a moment. I checked the grey bag. Okay. Perhaps there are some arcane spells in here we can use to kill the elf. Um, <laughs> uh, make an arcana check on me. <laughs> okay. With an eight, uh, you get the sense that this is a standard grey bag in which you might put knitting needles, uh, books... Uh, rations, you get the sense that it would carry about four pounds worth of miscellany. And you don't... Bag. You, you, don't you don't understand it's, if it has any arcane properties or not. Um, you hear the voice okay. from the other side of the backroom door. 
Hurry up in there! And then you hear like a click as he like closed the door behind you. Uh, so what are we thinking? Uh, if we can't really get anything out of this elk in terms of its cause or its meaning, we don't know what it is. It's probably some kind of mystical elk god, but yeah, we don't know that. Salmoned. <laughs> um, so what's the only other ways we can get rid of it? Is uh, just like uh, murdering it, I guess. Or oh, we can yeah, try to circle again to see if we can get it out through there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I what you think? You think it's going to be some sort of summoning ritual, and we can summon mm. it back? I think so. Yeah, I agree. If it was in the dark, and then suddenly it was there, and it doesn't remember anything from before, it kind of implies that there was no before. Okay. Um, does anyone else want to do like an investigation check in this room? Because I, I sucked at mine, but someone yeah, else might be able to work something out. I can, I can check the circle. Yeah. Go for it. Make an arcana check. Mm. Uh, let me just check. Right. Okay, with a 13, you're trying to check that little circle on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, you get the sense you're pretty confident that this is just standard, uh, what's the word? Decorative engraving. You don't get the sense that this is part of an enchantment of any kind from that, from this. But you're referring to this, like, circle of stuff. Just, it's... It's like fancy carving work. Yeah. Okay. How about any of the scrolls laying around? Do any of them look like they are elk summoning scrolls? Uh, do you do you pick one up? Yes. Okay. Roll a d8 for me. Okay. So that is. Oh yeah. Okay. With a three, you pick up this uh, this this jug of water that looks to be made of this see-through marble it feels very cool to the touch and then suddenly every item in the room flashes and shifts and change position a bunch of times and you end up holding a slightly bigger healing potion than the one that Joseph was holding so you have a potion of greater healing sweet that's going in the pouch oh mm. uh, wait so i've i've got a potion of greater healing because i couldn't find a normal one. Oh, uh, i mean in your equipment it wasn't listed yeah uh, remove it. If, that's okay. Uh, if you can just make a note somewhere that we can remember that in future, then that's fine. Yeah, sure. Customize. Uh, yeah, exactly. Customize would be a great way to do it. Awesome. All right. So you see the elk come up towards Abe as it seems to have taken a shine to Abe. And it, it's an enormous head. It's about four, three or four feet long, this head. And it sort of nudges your arm and says, out, need to go out. Okay, can we try to break the wall or something? Do you have any spells that would destroy its own wall? Let's check. Uh, what do I have? I think the shopkeeper's going to yeah, be happy about this. Smite. Say that again. Searing Smite. Let's check what it was. Or maybe I can froze it, sorry, freeze it, and then it can just try to get all, like, use its brute force. Why doesn't, well, I mean, there's clearly some weird magic shit going on when we pick up stuff in this room. So why don't we just keep doing that until we find something? Because we're getting, like, free potions at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty good. I know, I was, I was pretty laid back about it, but... <laughs> I think the uh, elk would definitely perceive getting frosted as, like, aggression. No, I don't mean frosted oh, elk. The, the I wolf. mean, yeah, 
freeze the wall. Yeah. Freeze the elk and then smash it. He'll be okay. fine. So yeah. there's a lot of uh, there's a, diff- a lot of different schemes that you guys are proposing. What who, who's doing what in what order? I think we just should we just investigate objects more. Yeah, I think Joseph sees that um, Zenoi also got a potion and is like, "We potions, pick something else up." So Joseph picks something else up. Yeah. Okay, roll a d20 for me. Oh, sorry, a d8 for me. Uh, is that oh uh, a three right? Yeah. Okay, let me just consult my notes. Okay, you pick up what looks to be this uh, this ball made of iron like bands. Imagine like a rubber band ball, but instead of rubber bands, it's made from iron strips, and it feels really heavy in your hand. And then suddenly everything shifts in the room, and you end up holding another potion of greater healing. Except this one is empty. It's just an empty glass bottle that once contained that potion. And you think to yourself, that's a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, I just chuck it over my shoulder and it smashes. Okay, you see the elk like rears back and goes to attack you um, out of like nervousness. So let's see what happens. Uh, it's sort of, you know, like when a horse rears back with its hooves. Yeah. Okay, so the attack is... That to hit? I can't really tell. Uh, I think it's <laughs> like I clicked the button, but I don't really sure. Okay, does a ten hit your armor class? Was it, uh, my armor class is fifteen. Okay, so it doesn't. You basically see these hooves, these giant hooves, come down beside you and manage to like dodge out of the way. And Abe, you hear the elk go, "Noise! Attack! Danger!" Okay. Uh, can I try to explain to the elk that we are trying to help? Uh, yeah, go for it. You say that, and I'll say make a, ugh, I'll say an animal handling or persuasion check, whichever one you prefer. Uh, that's actually better. Yeah, that's it. Huh? I think he'd already did it. Did oh, t- oh, your screen's touch, isn't it? My screen's touch, yes. Let's just see whether it comes through. No, it didn't. Okay. So, which one was it? Persuasion? Yeah. Uh, persuasion or animal handling, it's two. Oh, yeah. Uh, with an eight, uh, you hear him go, oh, wow. no, trap, you keep, you keep me here. And basically you see it charge against this wall and it starts attacking the wall. So it's going to make a ramming attack. See how this plays out. Okay. With the 23, it hits, it hits the wall. And now I'm just going to do this other bit, but... Uh, it's not doing it, so that means I'm going to have to do it manually. So that means... Like, oh, oh, okay. Seven, and then I'll add its bonus. So that means it does 11 damage to the wall, which awesome. means that... Yeah. Uh, okay, so that means... All right, cool. You see the wall start to crack and splinter, but sorry, not splinter, just crack. But it doesn't look like it's coming down at this point. And the ram, uh, sorry, the elk looks like it's preparing, it's preparing to ram the wall again. So hold on one second. Uh, before it does that, can I try and freeze the wall so that it's easier for it? Uh, yeah, go for it. What what spell is that? That would be one of my special abilities: breath, weapon, silver. Okay, so click that, and we'll see it 
come through as a... I think I have to make a saving throw, don't I? Uh, let me check this. There we go. Do you appear there? No, it hasn't come through. Okay. Let's do that then. Yes. Here we go. Oh, okay. So it's a DC 12 constitution. Oh, look, it comes through with all the information. That's so cool. Uh, so it's DC 12. Because it's a wall, it fails its save. And it does six damage to it. And I'll say in its frozen state, it definitely is weakened. And then you hear the voice of the owner from behind the door say, Hey, you meant to stop the elk from destroying my shop, not let do it. He didn't say that. He said to take care of it. And you hear like... <laughs> You, you, like, yeah, good point. You, yes. you hear muttering on the other side and probably like some swear words. And, <laughs> and then you see, did it work? I, I swear. Can I, um, uh, wait, at this point, can I, this is now, we can clearly hear each other through the door. Can Josa shout, how the hell did it get in here? Uh, and then you hear him shout back, uh, the gray bag on the ground. Cool. Okay, so maybe we should revisit the gray bag. Yeah, Joe jo yeah. like knew it and then like leans back against the side and doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see the the elk hits the wall again, and this time basically a couple of stone like stones that form this wall come out completely, and you can see part of the alleyway through this gap. And it looks like one more hit from the elk, and it's going through this wall. Sweet. Okay, do we want to check the grey bag before he does that? Yep, I'll check the grey bag again. Okay, uh, you've made uh, an arcana check on this before, or have you not? I have. Can I do another one? Uh, you can, but it just means, like, when you do repeated checks on something that you failed, the difficulty goes up slightly, but you can still attempt to do it. Has anyone, have either of you two got good arcana? Yeah, I can give it a try. I should, I should give yeah. it a try. Yeah. Yeah, Ash has a right. plus four. Okay, Monty with 16. Okay, I'll say you're pretty familiar with this. This seems like something that you've heard of because it's a little, it's kind of in your wheelhouse as far as arcane uh, magic goes. This, this, uh, this is called a bag of tricks. What you do is the user of the bag reaches in and removes one of the sort of fuzzy fabric objects and throws them out in front of themselves. And then a random creature will just come to life in that space. And it will sort of take direction from you uh, as though it was an ally for the period of time that it is summoned. Sweet. Um, can I can I investigate further to see whether things can go back into the bag in any way? Okay, with your check of 16, you would know that, no, that is not how the bag necessarily works. However, uh, you, whoever is the, what's the word, the user of the bag, can choose to dismiss uh, the the creature, but you get a sense that you are not the user of the bag. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I'll definitely pick the bag up for now. Okay, you pick it up. Uh, it's called a bag of tricks. Let me just show you a little icon for it. Show to players. Show to everyone. It's not kind of show. There you go. Yeah, I think yeah, I've, I've found, found it. it. Nice. As in, it suddenly appeared on your screen, or? Um, I've, I've added it manually into my equipment. Okay, sweet, nice. Found the link for it. Okay, and three charges, is that correct? Uh, let me have a look. 
sorry, I just had it up. I gotta get it again. You summon a proper little army of animals now. Oh wow. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. This is cool. Yeah. It's food for Dave. Uh, it should explain yeah. all the like how it works in the uh, in the item. Yeah. <clears throat> Cool. That's awesome. Um, so now we know that this is a summoned elk. Do we still feel so passionately about saving it? Because although I'm a beastmaster, I'm I'm not the most animal friendly beastmaster. I am. I wouldn't mind just gutting it. Okay. So while you guys were examining the bag, the elk, the elk is going to attack the wall. But this time, it sort of like chips one of its antlers off, and you hear it like whine in pain and sort of start to like walk more tentatively towards the wall, but it seems un, un, it's, it's still resolved to get out of here, but it's failed its latest attempt. Can I attack the wall? Uh, yeah, it's, it's weakened. So what were you going to attack it with? Uh, what is it that I have? I have a maze or something of the kind. Can oh, I, while this, is, while this is happening, can I um, try and pick something else up? Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah. Do you pick up any random thing? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, my perception was shit, so I don't know if there's anything particular. Uh, here. Okay, there's like some maps on the floor, on the wall, or scrolls and stuff. Okay, you pick up on those. Roll the D8 for me. Okay. It's loading apparently. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to use the war hammer on the wall. Okay, make an attack roll as though you were just hitting something with it. Did that work? Uh, yes, your roll is a 16, okay, and then I'll do Jesus' roll in a sec. Okay, with a 16, you swing your warhammer, but you catch one of the, like, corners of the stone, and it sucks off of it, and you haven't managed to sort of penetrate the wall's uh, defenses at the moment, but you can take another attack in a sec too. So the number four means that you pick up an item, and you pick up this... Uh, the same sort of decanter of this cool water that Monty picked up. Is that correct? Yeah. And then it everything switches and changes in the room, and you end up holding this bag, this leather bag. And make an arcana check on me, please. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, with a natural one, you get the sense that this is a just a leather bag of medium size. And you're a little surprised that this arcane store has standard bags in it. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll fold it up and tuck it in my pack and it might be useful to carry some extra shit later. Okay, cool. Let's uh, just remind me to address the bag later on. Uh, can I try to dismiss the elk? Can you what, sorry? Try to dismiss the elk. Oh, yes, sure. Uh, you can try to dismiss it. Um, make an arcana check. Okay. Unless we summon the... I know, but just trying. Okay, with an 11, you would know that usually when you dismiss a magical object's creations, it's quite easy. You just use your will to dismiss it. And because that doesn't work, you get the sense that it's not going to work on this creature because you're not the one who pulled it out of the bag. Mm. Okay, can I ask it to, instead of use his, like, running straight ahead, use the shoulder <laughs> to not hurt itself? <laughs> you're okay. You, 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 give, you, you give him that advice, and so he gets to roll with advantage because you've given him 
human uh, uh, dragonborn intelligence to work it out. And he smashes through the wall and you hear like a boom as all the like stones hit the ground and you hear the owner say, oh my goodness, get out of there. You're the worst assistants I've ever hired. Get out of my store. But you're, su- <laughs> um, you're, su- you're surprised that he doesn't just come in. Okay, yeah, someone? Can I, can I say that um, as the elk smashes through the wall into uh, fresh air and sees its freedom, um, Dave the Panther pounces on it and attacks it. <laughs> uh, I'll say, let's do, do you, do you have Dave's stats? He could be a good friend. He could take a place. <laughs> he, thinks have... it's an, a, he thinks it's a, a, some sort of like attack, so he just kills it. Dave's so a bit could... of a dick, by the way. So click on Dave's, uh, like, the panther stat so you can bring up his, like, character sheet. Do you have... Uh, yeah, one sec. So close. I'm leaving this group. <laughs> it's not me, it's the panther. Kill the elk, I'm going solo. <laughs> uh, what do I, uh, what do I press to kind of push it? To push it? Wait, like, into the, into world 20. Oh. No, you don't need to push it. You just need to open it. Oh, okay. do, do you have it? Yeah, I've got it, yeah. Okay, cool. Now you're going to make a perception check for the creature. It might be able to push it to roll 20, but you'll probably have to do it manually. So, for example, what's its perception? So perception is based on wisdom. What's its... Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. That's a lot of that's a lot of oh, rolls. Sorry. Okay, I'll go yeah, with the first yeah. one. 22. Yeah. Uh, Dave definitely notices that the elk is there. And uh, I'll say if you think that Dave would attack because it's a predator... Okay. Get Dave to do an attack roll. Okay. Uh, what is his attacks? Like claw or bite or something? Yeah, can I say it, uh, it pounces because it's kind of hunted. If it moves at least 20 feet straight forward, yeah. it hits it with a claw attack yeah. on the same turn. That target must succeed a D. I'll just I'll click it. <laughs> it's just a strength save. Okay, or, or something happens. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, um,. Uh, it must exceed a, DC, a, D, a strength save, um, otherwise it's not prone. Okay, um, cool. Uh, okay, so it rolls this plus its modifier. Oh, so wait a second, wait a second. So I've got yeah. to, sorry, I've got to run 20 feet forward and then hit it with an attack. So I've got to do that. Oh, first. you've got to hit it successfully. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so make, so make your attack. attack roll. Okay, you're 22 to hit? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that hits. Now it rolls uh, 6... Plus its strength modifier. Okay, all right. So you hit, you do three damage to it. Let me just write that down. Um, and if you fail, it's, um, it's the strength save. It's now uh, not prone, and I'm okay. going to make another attack. Because uh, because the panda gets a second attack, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, only if I succeed in this. Okay. So it you see out of the window. Sorry, out of the newly created window in this stone wall. You see the giant elk running for freedom, and then you see <laughs> this this panther just leap on it out of nowhere. The panther looks like monkey-sized compared to this enormous 10-foot elk, but the momentum that it brought to the pounce means that the elk fell onto its side. It doesn't look badly damaged. It's got a little cut on its hide, and yeah, you can do the rest of your attack, and then it looks like we're going to be in initiative. So yeah, give me your other attack. <laughs> Sorry about this. <laughs> Um, it, can make, it can make a bite attack. There you go. Go for it. Okay, with a with a ten, uh, I think that's a because he's prone and it's a melee attack. You get advantage. So roll again. Okay. 
Okay, with a 15, that does hit, so the bite will do... Okay, so you see like a slightly larger cut in its hide, and now everybody needs to roll initiative, and then we'll do this in turns to see what happens. Can I, can I try and... I'm guessing it's too late to, um, to try and stand Dave down. Uh, well, I suppose it depends. We'll, we'll deal with that so in a I, second. I wanted that to sort of just be his uh, comedic reaction to the situation. Uh, well, um, we'll, we'll see. We're, we've all clearly decided to let it escape. So I think now, now that we're face to face with the panther, I might say uh, I might try and communicate to it to, uh, to sort of um, disengage. Okay. Hopefully, we... hopefully the elk runs away rather than attacks. But I guess we'll uh, see. We can we can definitely see what happens. Give me a sec here. Uh, oh, Mark, so I'm gonna roll this into eight. Okay, so in order to do initiative, everybody needs to go to their. Uh, you wanted to send the result of this roll to the turn, but no valid token was selected. Oh, I see. Um, okay, cool. So what you need to do is go to your character sheet and then click on the initiative, and there should be a set to roll twenty thing probably. This is also good practice for you guys. Okay, cool. So in that case, I'm gonna add you to the initiative order. Uh, and we're gonna do it like this. Can you guys see the little turn tracker that is up on the left there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Can you see us? Did that say about no valid token? Uh, no, no. That that's there from a previous thing. I can see three Monty, oh, yeah, Abelardo, and Chosa. So nineteen. Then Zenarize hadn't come through yet. His was a bit. It was four. It was a little bit earlier. Oh, oh, there it is. Thank you. Uh, four, then I, I can just type them in for you. Hold on. Eight is 14. Uh, and you're right, this probably isn't hugely necessary, but it's just, like I said, practice for you guys to see how it works. Um, descending. Cool. All right, so the first to react is Joza. So, so 16, 14. Okay, cool. So you're first to react. What, what do you do? Um, I kind of see that my... Uh, Dickhead Panther has just attacked this elk that we've tried to set free, uh, and I sort of uh, I want to in so if it's possible in one action to sort of uh, kind of tell the panther to to back off, you know, kind of like hey 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 whoa 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 it's, uh, we're letting it go just okay out. because uh, even though the panther is bonded to you, it's kind of a predator and it's kind of a bit of a dick. So do yeah. do an animal handling check for me. Okay. Oh wow, okay. With the the twenty-two, you sort of make a series of gestures and grunting commands to Dave, who I'm just gonna say is off screen at the moment because I haven't drawn a little icon yet. And you see Dave sort of like snarl at you and then sort of run away back to the foliage that it was in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um we probably don't need turn order, but uh Monty Monty, what do you wanna do? Um, so is, is, is this guy's looking pretty angry at us, right? Uh, the elk. Um, which, let's have a look. Who are you talking about? Uh, the elk. Uh, well, the elk's still on the ground at the moment, so you haven't really had enough time to gauge its feelings. Mm, okay. Um, I can't talk to animals. Um, let's have a little look. Um... What's the situation outside? I mean, has it got oh. a clear path of escape? Uh, you look through the gap, and all you can see is the alleyway. There's no one in the alleyway at the moment, so you, that's all the information you have. You can use the rest of your turn to move and get a better look if you want. 
How, how far away is it? Uh, each one of these boxes is five feet. So from okay. Monty, five, ten, fifteen. Yeah, not not. Um, I'm gonna go. So I say, <clears throat> I say the humans of this city cannot be trusted. They'll destroy the elk. It would be a kindness for us to kill it now. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. go up and cast cure wounds on it. Oh, okay. Um, so roll whatever <laughs> you need to roll for that. Is, is that a spell slot? Yeah. Um, okay, so first one is nine healing disciple oh, wait. of life. Why did that come through twice? Uh, that, that's been happening a few times. I just don't know what disciple of life is. Maybe you get to add that. Let me just Google that because that seems kind of cool. So I, that's, I'm a disciple of the life school um, yeah. of, of clericism. Yeah, so maybe uh, that's your modifier. Can you tell me what your wisdom modifier is on your account? Yeah, wisdom modifier is plus three. Okay, then that's what it is. So you rolled a nine plus one uh, d8 plus three. Oh no, it's calculating it for you. Okay, so it's, it's nine in total. All right, so you heal it by nine, and I'm gonna try and do some maths. modification. So that's plus nine. Nice, okay. You see the elk sort of look at you with a sort of uh, grateful expression. Is there anything else you want to do with the turn? Uh, no, that's all good. Cool. All right. Next up is Abe. What would Abe like to do? <coughs> it's a full health now, isn't it? Like uh, it appears to be. Damage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you to calm down and not be scared. That it's it's we it was just a really sorry. Scared at it. <laughs> scared. Uh, and we are still trying to get it out. Okay, cool. So and now you... I'm going to attack the wall again and see if I can get it out. Well, you—it's already the the hole oh, in the wall is already big enough for the elk to get through. Yeah. It's side, it's basically already outside the hole. Like it's it's basically gone. So you can still okay. make that statement. So you say that to it, uh, and yeah, go on. That panther was not with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a you say this to the elk, and you hear the elk say. Oh, predators must escape quickly. And is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, goodbye, elk. Okay, you say goodbye, <laughs> elk. All right, with giant elk's turn, it's going to use half of its movement to get up from prone, because that's what is required for any character to get up from prone. And then you see it split about 60 feet into the street, and you hear some villagers sort of go, Ah, a giant elk! Oh my goodness, what's going on? <laughs> And that's all uh, you hear. I think that's fine. And now Thank you are you now you're out of combat. Awesome. You successfully Good job there. You successfully did nothing while the elk broke itself out of this room. Actually, to be fair, uh, you saved an elk, it's fine. You you now see the uh, the doors burst open and the proprietor of the establishment goes you could not have fucked that up more. Get out. Get out of my shop. What about our <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're definitely, get, definitely getting this magical item. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of... I like Jessica for Zenorite. I'm casting a command on the, on the uh, shop owner. I don't oh. know if spells are going to work because he's, uh, he's got magic shit. Um, no, no, I cast... justification. Okay, so you're going to cast command. Can you put that in the chat for me so we can read the deets? For what? Sorry? Uh, for command. Okay, so this is Xenorite, right? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Do you know what your DC is uh, for your spells? It should be in the spells tab. It'll say spell save DC. 13. 13. Okay. And otherwise it, it can yeah. follow it. Okay. Cool. So, uh, firstly, let's figure out what its save is going to be. Oh. Okay. 14. Okay. So, Ooh. I think it makes it safe. So it feels the command sort of slight to take over it. And then he, you see his face kind of go red with anger and he moves his hands around and you guys all are simultaneously picked up and thrown out of the newly created hole in the stone, in the stonework. <laughs> and then you see him yell out of the, out of the wall and don't come back. Cool. Damn. What would you guys like to do now? Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say to uh, to Zenoite, Hey, can you check out this bag I picked up? Sure. Cool. Like, uh, so so Zenoite has again, I think, made a check on this before. So make another check, and I'm just letting you know it'll be slightly more difficult. No, this is um, this is the other bag that I picked up. Oh, the, um, oh, okay. In, in that case, just make a regular Arcana check. Oh, a natural Ooh. 20. Nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> you win the game. It's the bag of winning. Uh, okay, this, uh, this this is a this is a bag of holding. So it's a it's an oh, arcane sweet. it's an arcane bag that can hold way more than the contents of it would lead you to believe. Sick. Sweet. Awesome. Now, before I obviously, obviously take it back. Oh, hello. I'm back. Hey, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been listening for like two minutes. I thought you were ignoring me, but I have my mic on mute. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was like, so uh, we're doing some D&D and you just guys carried on. <laughs> just like as soon as you left, he disowned you and you're no longer a part of the group. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to run to my front door shortly. Uh, that's going to take all the time. Okay. Don't worry. Sorry about that. That's um, my bad. Okay, one second. Okay, so we were outside of um, Okay, so do do we want to wait for? I suppose you can go to the door to get your food, and we'll just we'll just deal with it then. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna just let me give me a sec to get my notes back up here, and then I'll describe what it is that happens. Uh, what you what you see out here. Uh cool how all the pictures images pop up. Cool. Alright, so you're outside the uh magical <coughs> shop, the the secret scroll, and you notice that the streets are kind of a little bit all a twitter with like people huddled together in little groups pointing at this enormous elk retreating down the main street was the outskirts, kind of back the way you guys came uh, from the middle of the field towards Orphia. And they're all sort of, you hear snatch of the conversation like, did you see how big that was? That can't be a normal elk. No, no, it can't be. Uh, and that's the sort of stuff that you hear. And I need everybody. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and before I tell you what I'm gonna need everybody to do, uh, I might as well get you to roll it now, and then I'll give you the result when it comes back. Uh, everybody needs to make a perception check. 
Ooh. Yay. It's my first Sweet. something good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I've terribly so far. Let's go. And I will tell you what that means when Fraser comes back. <laughs> um, I feel like he's... Uh, can I ask the elf to come with us, by the way? Something that you can do with this kind of animals. Uh, you could attempt to. Do, do you mean get it come with you in the sense of like be its friend? Come along, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you could have done that when it was when you were speaking to it, but it's now no, like you, several hundred feet away. <laughs> definitely. No, I didn't mean right now. I was more like, can you do that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's slightly more difficult because you're literally just using its power of speech and communication to interact with it. There's a lot of spells in D&D that allow you to form like magical bond with a creature. So it's yeah. kind, kind of like what the ranger has with the panther, but that's it's not really magical. That's just the ranger is so familiar with the wild, wildness that they're like peers, basically. And then that spell that Fraser mentioned called Find Familiar, that's basically yeah. summoning a fey creature from another realm that is magically bonded to you. So there's different ways of doing it, but if you were to speak to the giant elk, it would be just like... If you met a random person that wasn't very good at communicating and then tried, it'd be, it'd be challenging. <laughs> I just rolled a perception check. Okay. Cool. So, basically, oh, I'll tell you now. So, Joza, Monty, and Zenerai, you noticed the giant elk sort of receding into the distance, uh, basically to the west, according to this map that is on our screen and Abe you get a like a little uh, uh, you're, you're a uh, paladin right Abe yeah you get this weird like tickling in the back of your head like a little bit like the feeling you get when you use your holy powers except this tick this tickling is a little bit different and you feel yourself drawn to the east and you look east and Beyond the outskirts of the outer ring of Orphea, you see this little wagon, and it's about a few hundred feet out, but it's something more than your eyes that you're seeing it with. You're almost sensing it. And it's this wagon being pulled by figures that you can't really see from this distance. And there's a little flying creature above it, and you get a really bad feeling about it. You just can't... It's like that feeling when someone is looking at the back of your head and... That's what you notice, but you're the only one that notices this. Okay, so um, guys, I think that one over there has something that could be either terrible or very useful to us. The one with the weird bird flying over it? Do you see it? <clears throat> well, I don't like getting into any kind of situation that could be, uh, you know, a bit, a bit crazy. So uh, I could maybe, you know, look into it for us. Yes, please. Would anyone be interested in... Uh, Sussing that out further, I, I I think I can do something. What yeah. could you do? I like things. Um, I can gauge whether it may be a good course of action to pursue that wagon or not. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Sounds cool. It's pretty pretty fucking mystical. Okay, sweet. Um, all right, I am going to um, conduct an augury. Oh, how does that how does that work? An augury. Okay. So we cast it. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, Dark rituals. <laughs> Uh, by the way, have, uh, Ash, have you, when you're casting these things, because you've, you've, you've cast a bunch of spells, uh, did, does your spell tab keep track of your spell slots that have been yeah. used? Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, especially marked six minutes, similar tokens, but at least. Okay, cool. So, this is one of those spells that I was talking about to maybe phrase before. Yes. This one, because it says uh, sticks or bones worth at least 25 gold pieces, this is something that you have to go and get the components for before you can cast this. Okay, so things like my incense, my sensor, my holy water, my... Well, I think those are probably the only things. Yeah. Well, basically what you do is you would go to an arcane store, much like the one you were just thrown out of, and you would say, <laughs> uh, I, I need to purchase some, uh, some bones, some, some gem-encrusted sticks, because I, I need them for my spell components. And then he or she would say, I have that in stock, I don't, blah, blah, blah. And then you pay whatever it costs, and then you would have those components, and then you can cast the spell with those components. Dan. Okay. It's because it's, it it's, it's a very have... special spell. Okay. I do have, um, I think it's protection from evil and good, mm -hmm. or sense something. There was some. Sorry, let me check because I can't remember. Uh, Divine sense. I think that is it. Yeah. There it is. This one, right? Uh... So I have divine sense that I can detect good and evil. And okay. Uh, could you put that in the chat for us, and we can we can do a good old yep. sticky beak at it. Oops. Oh, by the way, Hugo, are you still there? Can you hear us? Yep. Okay, cool. Just checking because you're on mute before. I thought maybe that had happened again. No, no I'm it. That's the thing. I'm not sure if it works, but. Okay, divine sense. Uh, as an action, you can detect good and evil. Until the end of your turn, you can sense anything or another location within 60 feet that's not behind total cover. You can use this. Okay. Three times. Okay, so mark off one of your uses of it. And because uh, the sensor range is within 60 feet, you don't get any uh, sort of particularly holy or particularly evil things in that radius. Uh, does it say how long it lasts for? Like, duration? Um... Uh... Mm, I don't think it does. I think it's just that. Yeah, it's just that it says. Until the end yeah. of your next turn. Until the end of your next turn. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's kind of like a six second thing. So yeah, you basically flash this awareness on, and in your immediate 60 foot sort of area, you're, you don't detect anything. Uh, but, you know, it's a relatively small distance. Okay. It's, a, um, it, it, it's the kind of thing you would use if you were in like a fairly medium, small sized room and there was a lot of like. Weird looking dangerous stuff, and you wanted to get a scent of that stuff. Uh, sorry, uh, Hugo slash Joseph. Oh no, was that uh, Fraser that was talking? Sorry, I could send um, Dave to prowl after the car to scout Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> no, uh, well, I was just gonna say to the group, like, uh, um, sort of out of context, are we, I mean, we're looking for an adventure, aren't we? So are we just going to like follow a lead and just see what the fuck happens? Or do we yeah, want to like... But, but yeah, I mean, so all we've seen is that there is just a cart with some mm. weird shit going on. Just want to check it out, see we if it's be... related somehow. We might be able to help them. And spells and all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think we could, yeah. Let's help them. 
That sounds good. All right. Um, out of their spells and power. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. That's not helping. But cool. uh, how, how far away are they? Uh, it's about a few hundred feet out. Once Abe has drawn your attention to them, you then can like just make them out. Um, okay, we follow them. Yeah, yeah. Follow them at a pace. Let's get let's get a brisk walk on. Yeah, okay, let's just go as a group. Just be like, yep, yeah, let's go. Um, let's go see. Let's go see what that is. That's okay. Suspicious. So you're doing it sort of like quickly, or you're doing it stealthily? Like, are you being uh, normal, or are you being sneaky? Like, give me a sense. Given that it was different from mine, I would go with stealthy. But it's two hundred feet away, a mile. Yeah, away. and then move up. So I feel like we need to catch up to them. Okay. Barrel after. Yeah, sure enough. Okay, so you're all just going as quickly as possible. <coughs> yeah. Okay, cool. You start to close the distance, and all of you, please make a perception check. Sweet. Holy guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I will say, wow, how, how are we going to deal with that? Um, <laughs> all right, give me, give me one second. <laughs> that, that was unexpected. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, give me. I trust our physical dice more than this uh, roll 20 malarkey on rolls. Okay, so we got a 13, a 7, a 9, and a 9. Okay, with Joseph, with a, with a 13, you start to make out... Uh, okay, you start to make out... Let me show you what you make out. And da -da -da. <coughs> Can you see things? Yeah. Sweet, okay. You start to make out this wagon, and it looks to have something in the back of it. You guys are, you know, off the map at this point. You're seeing this... Uh, oh, sorry, I've got the wrong tool selected. Uh, you can see everything, like none of the map is hidden or anything? Yeah. Okay, cool. You guys are off the map kind of this way, coming from the north. Uh, well, no, not really. But, yeah, the orientation doesn't matter. But my point is that this is what you make out, and there's a, three figures, like one figure here, and one here, and one sort of flying above it. But with the check of 13, you're not super sure what it is that they are. Um, and Abe, that sense in the back of your head gets stronger of this sort of like uneasiness, and that's what happens. Do you continue at the same breakneck pace? Like, what, what do you do now? I think we should maybe slow down and be a bit more stealthy, maybe? Yes. Uh, yeah. I too am feeling highly uneasy about this situation. <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem great, does it? You also uh, can tell that they're they appear to be moving towards Orphia rather than away. Okay. Cool. All right. So are you stealthing? Is that the idea? Yeah. So that, wait, they're moving towards Orphia. Yes. In the wagon, they, seem to, be, they seem to be How probably set up a trap. I think we should hide and observe them. Yeah. Let's get in some of that undergrowth. Okay. They seem um, to be... I can't see any uh, like notes or figures on the map, by the way, just the map itself. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's fine. It's because your, your check wasn't sufficiently high to make, uh, out, only. make out the figures. Uh, yeah. So I'm just describing them to you as you can see okay. figures and they're there, but they don't have a specific form yet. Um, cool. So we're going to do stealth now and they're pulling it towards the sea. Okay, cool. Make a stealth check, please, everybody. 
Cool. Ooh. I feel like there should be more. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and Xenoray? Yep, just doing it as a stealth, yep. Oh, that's... Oh, I've just realised. I, I, When I roll a one, I get to re-roll because of my, my uh, race. I haven't done that like three times. Oh, well. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got that. I'm another character, actually. It's quite hard to remember. Ooh, go Zenaria. Okay, so you basically have uh, some pretty stealthy stealthiness going on. I'm just going to see, uh, just give me a sec, bring up my notes. There it is. Okay, so 13's good, 19's good, 21's good. All right, so you guys, uh, can you point, if you click and hold on the map, I think you can create like a little ping for me to look at. Okay, cool. So what I'm going to get you to do with that ping is to tell me where you want to approach from. So basically, you're on this, imagine the map kept going up, up and up, that's where you guys are. So do you circle around to the left? Do you come straight, straight line from where you were? Or do you come, like, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> okay, we, we need some sort of agreement. <laughs> Okay, yeah, corner sounds good. Okay, so there's... Is, can... is this like a rocky... Is this higher? This yeah, hand? this is about a five-foot, like, escarpment. Okay. Mm. And we're down, so maybe here? Uh, well, you're approaching from way this way, so you could theoretically get up onto this, you know, during an earlier period of the <clears throat> terrain. Yeah, it's definitely a, oh, like okay. don't get higher ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll definitely. say you guys approach from here. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, cool. So I can't see your pinging. Yeah, Sam. I can see your pinging. Oh, really? What about now? No. no. Oh, that's weird. Um, let me. I might be in the wrong layer. Let me try and do it now. What about now? Yeah. Yes. Oh wow, these layers are powerful. Okay, cool. So. <laughs> What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put you guys. Who wants to be? Who wants to be in the front? Who wants to be in the middle? And who wants to be at the back of this little group? Uh, I think probably I should be at the front, given that I do have I think twenty defense thing. Okay. Uh, the ammo class yeah. is twenty. So, so Zenorai wants to be at the back, right? Well, but, but yeah. this is not necessarily combat, right? We could be um, approaching to sort of make some conversational check. Yeah, it's not necessarily well, we combat. I'm just arranging it so that we can <laughs> see it on the map. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's why we're fighting. We're not attacking. Yeah. Um, so generally, Joseph would um, sort of swing round and come from a different direction just to like check the perimeter. So, so I think maybe he can. Um, yeah, like uh, be in the bushes around here with uh, Dave. Uh, so can you ping a specific area you want to be? Um. Yeah, like here. Okay, sweet. I'll say you there. And Monty? I'll go at the back of the group, uh, up on the escarpment. Okay, cool. I'll say you as Zenaray are kind of both bringing up the rear here. Always. Sweet. Okay, cool. Now, as you have got closer, you can now make out uh, slightly better. And what you see is kind of a little bit disturbing. It looks like these front two creatures are kind of like, they have the upper torso that looks vaguely humanoid. Then their lower half is just like muddy, sludgy, 
just nothingness. It looks like clay. And it's it's quite upsetting. And then this, this other creature here looks like, uh, how do I describe it? Um, it looks kind of like if a lizard had the wings of a bat and the and a trident and it's covered in Sorry? Is that the thing that was flying the wagon? Yeah, it's flying over the top, basically. And it's it's quite unsettling. And uh, you get this sense. And as you're making this observation, you also notice that there's a large, like, black rock that looks about five feet uh, cubed. And it's got this weird symbol inscribed on the side of it. And it looks like volcanic rock, you can't quite make it out. And as you're making this observation, uh, where am I? <coughs> uh, Joza steps on a twig quite loudly, and you see these two sludgy looking creatures uh, seem to continue pulling the wagon unnoticed, but this flame creature moves over to here and starts making a more serious inspection. So I'm gonna get you to- I cast- um... I cast darkness on Jowser. Okay, so can you put uh, darkness in the in the finger jig for me, so we can get the deeds? Oh, here we are. So I'm just reading a bunch of stuff. Uh... Cool. Magical darkness spreads from a point within range. Uh, your range is sixty feet. Yep. That's fine. Um, 15 foot radius sphere for the duration. Spreads around corners. Creature with dark vision can't see through the darkness. And non-magical light can't illuminate it. If the point you choose is an object you are holding or one that is being worn or carried, darkness emanates from the object and moves with it. So do you cast it on like one of his objects or a tree or just a point in space? I cast it on Jazzer himself. Okay. Uh, completely covering this darkness with an opaque object such as a bowl. Block the darkness. If any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of light. Okay, sweet. All right, I'll tell you what happens. I'm going to draw this uh, on the thing just so we have an idea of it. Okay. Sweet. All right. So that happens, and then the creature suddenly reacts and starts like, like looking around and searching intently, and it can't see anything, but it's going to make a check. So I'm going to do a little roll for it here. Now I'm going to add its modifier. This be a subject of Okay, so it is able to deduce uh, Abe's position on this little rock here. Just let me see if I can bring up your stats, show nameplate, so I can identify who's who. Uh, show nameplate and show nameplate. Okay, so and as it sees Abe it gets uh, a bit taken back and starts to squeak and squawk and everybody needs to roll initiative. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna get rid of these ones and we can add some new ones. Yours has come through. Mine did it. This isn't the first time we've done that. Okay, I'm definitely going last. Just about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. These little sludgy creatures uh, don't look particularly mobile. So 
he basically rolled a zero initiative, this this guy here. Um, actually, I'll, I'll make it one, because zero seems unrealistic. Um, okay, so then this thing is going to roll. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to move you guys down, because the little drop-down menu, when I click on it, goes off the screen. There we go. Okay, so Monty rolled a what now? Eight. Um, eight. Cool. Zenerai rolled what? Eight. Okay. And Abe rolled? Three, I think. Three. And Joza? 21. 21. All right. Now I'm going to arrange this in descending order. And first up to react, we have Joza. Okay. Um... Pretty, pretty clear these guys are bad news bears, so <laughs> I think I'm going to um, just draw a, draw an arrow from my quiver and fire out the fucking spine goblin thing. Um, but bear first mind, of all... Oh, go bear in mind, you can't see anything. Oh, I can't see out either. Yeah. And that darkness follows you. So if I were you, I would use it to retreat, and the rest of us can pelt after you. Okay. Um, uh, you can still you can still make an attack, but because you can't see anything, it would be with disadvantage. Uh, magical darkness spreads from a point to choose within range. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, what? How? When do bonus actions take place? Uh, there are specific types of actions. So, for example, if you have a spell or an ability that says as a bonus action, then you can use it as one. But if it does say that, if it is as an action, then you have to use it as an action. Yeah, mine's. I've got um, Hunter's Mark, which is a bonus action. Oh yeah, totally. You can totally do that. But it does it say if you click Hunter's Mark and put it in the chat for us, it'll probably say a creature you can see within range or something. Oh yeah, true. Okay, in that case, yeah, I'll just um, retreat um, to somewhere a bit safer. So, uh, what's my movement speed? Uh, can I uh, in one? in one move, hop on the back of uh, Dave and uh, ride a bit further north. Totally. Uh, I'll say he's right next to you because you guys stalk through the undergrowth yeah. kind of together. So it's not yeah. difficult to get on the back of him. What's his movement speed? Uh, it's a she, by the way. Sorry. Dave. Oh, yeah, sorry. What is her <laughs> movement speed? Um, her movement speed is 50 feet. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I'll say because she is a panther, she probably has a pretty good sense of direction. Which direction would you like her to go in? Um, uh, yeah, kind of northwest, sort of near to with the rest of the guys. Um, maybe okay, just cool. like near here. Okay, so, so I'm a bit, bit further away and maybe just can't get chomped on in one move by the others. Cool. So you can easily get there. Uh, is there anything else you want to do or is that the end of your turn? Um... Uh, no, that, that's my action, isn't it, to move? Uh, no, it's your movement. Your action is separate from that. Okay. Um, uh, in that case, could I... I'm going to cast Good Berry. Oh, here we go. I'm going to get them good berries. Uh-huh. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> I love, you've been encased in magical darkness, you hop on the back of a panther, you see devils flying in the sky, but good berry, 
That's that's probably what we. It's probably what needs to happen. Um, just gonna stock up on those. Oh no, that's not to heal me. That's to summon them. Uh, yes. Can, yeah. If you yeah. if you summon a, a good berry, then you basically you have one, and if you need to in the future, you can give it to someone who's unconscious, or you can give it to yourself to res- to restore one hit point. It's good for bringing people back from unconsciousness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So um, I've uh, I've summoned ten berries, and um, I'm just gonna stuff them in my pocket. Sweet. All right. Not, so I didn't mean to take one. I meant to just summon it. Summon oh, cool. You you definitely have those. You can add them to your equipment list while we move on to the spine devil. Um, what the spine devil does is seeing Abe, it's gonna fly five, uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Okay, it makes it to here, and it sort of it's gonna make it's intelligent. Okay. Sorry, I'm just reading all its stats. Okay, cool. It is going to try and fork you. Uh, it, it attacked with an 8, but I assume that doesn't hit you? I, I didn't hear that, but no, I don't think it does. Your armor class, what is your armor class, just for reference? 20. 20, okay, cool. So it strikes with its little trident, but misses you, and it sort of embeds itself into the ground briefly. The sign devil squawks at you, and pulls its fork out. Then it's going to try and bite you. With a 15, does that hit you? No. Nope. And it's it... the armor thing then now. Yeah. Nice, okay. And it... It tries to bite into your armor and it just clinks off and you can hear its teeth scraping against the metal. And then it's going to try to... Uh, no, I think that's the end of its attacks. So it just sort of looks at you flummoxed by your natural resistance to its attacks. And it sort of glances over its shoulder at two sludge beings on the pathway and starts to evaluate its options. <laughs> next, next up is Zenrai. What language does the spine demon speak? Well, you've only heard it squawking, but you can sort of make out uh, what language. Uh, I'll say it speaks. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong sheet. Give me a second. You you recognize the language that it's speaking. Um, yeah, you recognize it. That's the sort of languages I speak. Sorry. As an I speak its language. Yes, yes, you. Okay, um, so um, for my action, I well, I, well, first I talk to the spine demon. Okay. Uh, um, uh, so I say to it, "You are clearly outnumbered here. Your pathetic attacks barely grazed my companion. We will not attack you. Continue with your duties, and we will leave you unaccosted, and we'll all walk away from this." Okay, make a either persuasion or intimidation check. Uh, I'll go intimidation. <laughs> I feel like the words puny mortal were at the end of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. With a, with a 23, you see the spined devil sort of looks kind of uh, surprised that you can speak to it, and it sort of like flaps its wings uncertainly and starts to turn its body back towards the wagon and you get sense from its body language that it's very confused but seems to be taking up a more passive posture 
We'll see what it actually does on its turn, but that's your assessment. Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? Um, I move to retreat back towards Orpheus. Okay, so you move how many feet? North as far as I can go. Okay, I'll say you go off the map, they'll put you there. Cool. Alright, yeah. see ya. <laughs> see ya. Next up is Monty. Yeah. Later. 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 Um, okay, right. Um, I think I'll still go ahead with my plan. Um, I am going to bless... Um, well, I can definitely bless um, Abelardo and um, Josa. Um, how far did uh, <coughs> Zenorai run? Uh, I think Zenora can only run 30 feet, so 30 feet. Okay, uh, I will also Zenora ran away. I'll bless all three of the others. Okay, so you bless Abe and Josa and yourself, or you can also reach Zenora? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bless Zenora. Oh, you can, uh, within your, okay, 30 feet. Sweet. Uh, in that case, that means that you guys can all, whenever you make a saving throw or an attack roll, you can add a d4 to the number that you roll. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Is there anything else you'd like to do, Monty? Um, I'll just move back a little bit, like 10 feet. Okay, so I'll move you back here. So are we just, like, letting these guys go? I thought we were um, going to work them. Well, yeah, um, I've, I've, I've already intimidated them away, so we might as well leave them. Oh, no. Well, but we, then we just don't know what they're doing. What's that black stone? Yeah, but those like fucking hench guys look pretty intimidating. <laughs> Did you say hench? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck with demons. So... <laughs> oh, that's gold. I haven't heard the what, word uh... hench used in that context in a long time. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, yeah, my uh, Joseph's natural sort of kill all monsters um, uh, approach to life meant he was definitely expecting to ambush and kill these things. Um, so he's kind of confused about Xenoi running away. Um, uh, and I, I, Well, I guess I can't actually see that, can I? I mean, maybe I heard that uh, heard you what you said, but I can't actually... Wait, wait, you, heard me, you heard me gibbering in Draconic. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, true. I, I don't trust demons. Um, how long does your fucking dark vision thing last? Uh, uh, that, that's it's concentration, I believe. So wouldn't yeah. that have been dropped when Xenoran ran away? Uh, no, concentration doesn't require, you know, you can still move while concentrating. Okay. Fair. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so it's actually Monty's turn still. Is it the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Okay. Next up, excuse me, is this thing. So this thing here is going to sort of look you see it vaguely look up at this spined creature and they share like a glance and you hear some like muttered words and it proceeds to move uh, like, hold on, let me double check the movement speed. Okay, so I'll say that is one, two, three. So I'll put him over there and then uh, this wagon doesn't move, but like just a assume that it does, like, use your imagination that it moves. Um, Wait, what? I don't understand this imagination thing. What's going yeah, on? actually, I'll, I'll show you. Uh, hold on one second. Um, uh, I'm just gonna, just to help, just to help Ash with his lack of imagination, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to 
<laughs> just clarify this. That, that, that image right there is what the inside of my head is like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to... Actually, yeah, maybe, maybe this would have been a better way for me to do that whole light darkness thing. All right. Um, so yes, uh, the what you hear, Zenerai, is that the little creature down here says to the flying creature, "Like, do we continue?" And the flying creature says, "Yes, continue for now." And they keep pulling the wagon. Uh, so that's what that thing does. Next up is Abe. Yep. What would you like to do? So they spoke to one another and they were like, shall we continue? They continue for now. And they're walking down the road. <laughs> I like you gave well, these like sludgy well, creatures much more jovial quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no? Oh my gosh. Um, just a quick, um, quick interjection. Should the whole party know that or should I just know? Uh, well, no, only you know. But it's like, okay. it's like uh, the, the rest of the players will just have to pretend they don't know that. Okay. Okay, given that that thingy is still so, still around me and the others are coming closer, should I run or should I attack it? That is uh, your decision, eh? I mean, I'm I'm feeling feisty personally, guys. Yeah, I want to fuck these things up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, go I'm on. running back towards you. I blessed you guys ready for something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to attack it with that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do we have advantage as well? Because we persuaded them we weren't going to attack and he turned away a bit. <laughs> um, ah. Well, no, not necessarily because they can still really see that you're there. The advantage would have to be if, you know, they didn't see you physically or there's a couple of other circumstances. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So you hit who, Abe? Uh, thing, the flying thing that is around me. Okay, cool. So that's a natural 20. I just got to figure out how it's actually calculating this. It's 1d8... I don't know why it's it's a crit. What is it? One d eight plus two is. Oh, it's just giving you max damage. Oh no, it's not. Okay. Uh, okay, so that means we're gonna do eight. Eight is what you rolled. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't know how it's calculating it. Do you mind uh, just rolling? Because it definitely hits. But can you click on the damage like separately, just so it does the damage like by itself? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, but you could just go. Actually, I'll do it for you. Uh, so let's roll this one. One of these and D ten. Oh, one D eight plus two. Are you doing this one handed or two handed? Like, do you have a shield, for example? Uh, I do have a shield. I don't know if I have it on. Uh, is it being wielded? I'll say. I'll say. What's shield? Yes, yeah, it's equipped. Okay, cool. Okay, in that so case, that would be yes, exactly. Okay, so you rolled a six, so that doubles to 12 because it's a crit. Then plus two for your modifier would be 14 of bludgeoning damage. Wow, that's a big hit. Let me just see if anything happens. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's bludgeoning. Okay, so 12. You notice this thing takes the hit, but it doesn't do uh, as much damage as you would expect. It seems to sort of like resist some of the effects. Uh, oh, wow, i got so much stuff going on here. Uh, so... <laughs> they're going to they're be immune to physical damage, and our only spellcaster is heading back to Orphia. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll fuck him up. I have cool. to spell that. This is where the healer comes through. 
Okay, is that the end of your turn, Abe? Uh, yeah, because if I move it, we'll give him a counterattack, would it? If, yeah, if you move away, they would get an attack of opportunity. I'll stay where I am. I'm okay, fine. Cool. Next up is this thing. This thing it deferred its turn basically to pull with the other uh, Lemur, so therefore it is Joseph's turn. Okay, um, so I've still got this uh, like dark uh, circle, whatever it's called, around me. Um, but that's around me, isn't it? Um, so my panther could uh, run in, I guess. Uh, yeah, because um, you're still on the panther, so you could like release it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I could hop off the panther and send it to go and do a, a pounce on the spine devil thing. Okay, in that case, I'm going to find a little... My action. I'm just going to grab the symbol for panther. Just give me one second. <laughs> uh, what are you giggling about? Um, Zenarai's... Uh, Zenarai's what? Yeah. Zenarai's it, talking to the... Uh... Yeah. I've kind of shown my hand a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, so let me just bring up this panther here. Okay, uh, okay, here it is. Oh, cool icon for a panther. Um, okay, so you send your panther in what direction? Uh, to attack the spined devil. Okay, cool. So I'll say it's kind of a little bit high up, but if it does an athletics check... <laughs> then you can see how high it can jump. So roll an athletic check for this creature. So for the panther, do you have stats? Um, it's got a 40 foot... Oh no, it's not a 40 foot climb. Uh, athletics check. Don't know. What would that be? Dexterity? Oh, sorry. It would be strength based. Strength, okay. that do it? 14. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I'll say it can jump up. So do its regular attack. Does it bite or claw or something? Oh, so, yeah. So it has to do a, do a pounce. It, it uh, moves 20 feet forward, and then it hits it with a claw attack. So I attack with that. Yeah, go hit me. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Please. Critting left, right, and center, guys. Uh, um, so. so now you have to roll a uh, DC 12 strength saving throw. Otherwise, okay. you get knocked prone. Let me see if that can happen here. Uh, strength saving through. Okay, so it gets a plus zero. So I'm going to do a little roll here. Oh my gosh, I rolled an actual one. That, that is definitely knocked prone. So you see it fall from its like five foot uh, position and hit the ground. And uh, it takes whatever damage that is, which is, I think it keeps. I don't, uh, well, so it's uh, it's like pure. calculating it so poorly. Uh, plus, okay, so I'll just I'll just do it manually because we don't really know what that is yet. Uh, oh yeah, you, I'm guessing you you blessed um Dave as well, right? Uh, no, it can only be three creatures, so no, that wouldn't that wouldn't be enough. Okay, so you rolled a four, so that's eight plus two is ten. So it does ten of slashing damage. Is that right? Uh, melee attack, slashing damage. Yep. Okay. So again, you you feel like uh, that attack by Dave should have done more damage, but you can't really see it. But you hear Dave's grunting through the darkness indicates that Dave is surprised that Dave didn't do more damage. Um, he does get to do a bonus bite attack because okay. he knocked him prone. Go for uh, it. So. Nice. 
That's amazing. <laughs> this is huge. Okay, so I, I don't like the way it's calculating crits, so I'm just going to do them manually. So then it's, uh, so you got a four on the D6, which is eight, plus two is ten. Okay, so then you see that the creature looks to be on death's door, and you hear triumphant growling noises from Dave. Is there anything else you would like to do? <laughs> yeah, it's this all works because your your beast companion like uses your action to attack. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, okay. So is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Sweet. Next up is the spine devil. So the spine devil is feeling very uh, concerned about its well-being at the moment. Uh, okay. Sweet. So it's gonna use half its movement to stand up and then it's going to fly away. And because of its special ability, it doesn't provoke an opportunity attack when it flies away. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, so it basically flies away and lands on the wagon beside the rock and uses its action to push the rock or attempt to push the rock off the back of the wagon to hit the ground. And it's going to make a strength check. It makes an 18. It successfully, it successfully pushes this rock off and it hits the ground, and you hear this sort of like thudding noise. And then you all feel like this weird sense of fatigue in your body, and you're not quite sure what's causing it, but you feel less strong than you did before. And you notice that the side of the rock has a symbol that starts glowing this, excuse me, this green color. And that's the end of its turn. Next up is Zenerai uh, running up here. <laughs> Faz, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so, um, so I've run clear of the battlefield to convene with my patron, who's Sylvanus, um, Lord of the, the Forest from the Druidic culture I grew up in. Um, she had sent me um, a private mission to make sure that none of the party were touched by the demonic embrace of the demon. Hence why I covered Hugo in darkness and tried to get everyone to run the fuck away. Um, but obviously now you guys have engaged them, we're a bit screwed. Um, so I'm going to run back and see what I can do to support. Okay, so you've got 30 feet, so that's uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So where are you trying to get to? Um, just back to the main body of people, to sort of where, um, about where uh, Monty is, if I can get there. You can get right next to Abe if you want. Um, yeah, that's fine. Maybe in between the two will be good, because there's okay. a tank in front of Cool, you're right there. Okay. Um, so, I then I shout to the imp to try and engage it more in Draconic. Uh, so you're talking about the flying thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. You shout to it to try to get it to... What do you shout to it? You can, you can type it to me. You can say to me, like, what, what is it? Because you're the only one that would really understand the language. No, I yeah. I speak Draconic. Huh? Sorry, no, no. He he means the uh, he doesn't mean draconic. He means infernal. Oh, sorry, uh, I think he meant draconic. Um, um. So I I shout at the demon. Um. Stop. What can we do to to to, to prevent this happening? Okay. Um. You'll find out what the creature says on its turn, but it seems to like register that you've communicated with it. Do you do anything else with your turn? 
Um, I, um, I, I, I don't. I think I'll wait for now. I'm gonna save my spells for the next. Okay. I say, uh, Joseph, not being able to see anything, is doing the comedy, like looking at Zenoi and then looking at the imp, and then looking at Zenoi and looking at the imp. <laughs> like, so like, this, mm. this is this is what Joseph does encased in darkness without anyone to appreciate the comedy, <laughs> the comedy value. Comedy is just just for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sweet. That ends that turn. Monty's turn. Sweet. Sorry, Zenoi. What was it that you shouted when you came back? Um, so I shouted to the um, the spine dim um, to stop. What can we do to avoid this? Um, something like that. I can't remember my exact wording. Oh, you don't know that because it was in. I don't know that. Yeah. But I mean, I could ask him right now. What did you What did you say to that thing? <laughs> yeah. You... And that's what I tell you. Yeah. Cool. Um, just a quick uh, rules question. Like, so for example, just to understand, if that imp's like running away from Avalado, why didn't Avalado get an attack of opportunity on it? Yeah, you usually would, but this specific creature, the Spine Devil, has an ability where when it flies away, it when it flies away from a creature, it doesn't provoke an opportunity attack. But if it, like, for example, okay. if it walked away, then it would. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I just want to understand uh, the basic rules of that. But, okay, cool. Um, uh, fuck! Can I, you, uh, can you um, ask Xenoi, um, can, I, can I, like, talk out of turn? Yeah, yeah. Wait for my turn to talk. No, no. Talk, you can, talk you can talk. I mean, yeah. You guys are you're you're only just starting, so like you know, t talking to each other as players is fine. You don't only have to talk in character. Um. Well. Um. I in character then. Joseph says, "Get this fucking dark vision off me. I want to shoot him." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. I, I reply, I can't. It's a, it's a, it's a concentration effect. <laughs> it's stuck on you. So Zanaya, uh, would you suggest then that we do nothing? We just I would suggest, I, I, I suggest we use this opportunity to flee now that they okay. retreated. Now that no one is near, we could just do that, yeah. Uh, this this conversation can have taken place during the previous turns, but it is currently Monty's turn. But you can you can still talk like. Like I was saying, Hugo, you, you don't have to say everything in character. You guys can talk as players and then cut into character and talk in character and like mix between the two. That's fine. Yeah, okay. So, Monty. Um, okay, so I am going to... Bear in mind they attacked first. Oh, yeah. So these are hostile creatures. We're not like... Oh, yeah. yeah. That is true. And I don't know, I don't know what shit Xenorai is whispering to them. Can't trust this guy at all. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this game is. Um, okay, I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame um, on the uh, the nearest uh, Lemur. Okay, cool. Uh, can you chuck that in the chat, or just tell me? Do I need to make a saving throw? Probably. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a uh, oh, yeah. Dex. Dex save. save. Okay, cool. Um, I think I just want to try see what this does. Attributes and abilities. No, that's not it. What if I click? Because those are all these shortcuts I'm not using, so I just want to test this one. It'll probably just do a normal. Uh, it's a dexterity save, right? Yeah. It'll probably just do a normal check, but I want to see what happens. It says oh. a D8 dex save. No, no, it's a DC 13 dex save, right? Oh, it's an 8, yeah. Okay, cool. 
So 1, 2, 20, equals 11 plus minus 3. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so it fails. So does it take just more damage now? Yeah, 1d8. Okay, 1d8 cool. radiant. Also, do you target the one like on the top side or the yeah, bottom side? One. This top. Uh, top side. Okay, yeah. so Should I just manually roll a d8 for damage now? Oh, actually, I think it's already rolled it for you. Uh, it says... Oh, it's the 3 radiant. So, yeah. yeah, you rolled a 3. And that and if, if they made the save, they would have taken half. Is that how it works? Okay, cool. It, no, I'm, I'm asking is that what the spell says. Oh, sorry. Uh, or... I, I guess nothing happens. It says it, it must succeed on it or take 1d8 radiant damage. Oh, okay. So it would, it would avoid it. I see. Okay, cool. Um, sweet. Okay, that happens. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, I can't use uh, cantrips uh, twice a turn, can I? Um, if you have an ability that allows you to cast a spell, like an action spell as a bonus action, then you can use your regular action cast a cantrip, but I don't think you are that class or at that level yet. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, in which case, I will <laughs> pull out my sling and uh, pelt it with my other action. Um, I think because you cast spell, that is your action. So you Oh, that's move. like my combat action. So the only other things I can do is like move, is that right? Yeah, move or interact with an object or talk, those kind of other things. Can I like prepare myself to defend or something like that? Uh, you could, but it takes it takes your action. What you're describing is called is called the dodge action. So that means if you want to use your whole action to just prepare yourself to avoid future attacks, like then you basically put yourself in this stance, and all creatures have disadvantage attacking you for that turn. Okay. Um, okay. So in which case, uh, there's not much I can do really. So yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, this thing, you see that this <coughs> creature here, uh, it's sort of like starts to like look over its shoulder and it suddenly disappears. And that is the end of its turn. Next up is Abe. Right, mm. um, so, Zvidaya, is it? No, Zoraya. Zoraya. Zoraya, right. Sorry. Um, so you suggest we run then? I was suggesting we run because, um, so what happened on my end was that I got a uh, a voice inside my head, which is from my patron, who said, whatever you do, don't engage these guys, don't let them hit you, don't touch the rock, because of obviously the fatigue that we just felt, and there's something else is going on here. So okay. that's why I tried to get everyone out of the fucking way as soon as possible. And I don't know what the hell he's doing, pushing that off, but suddenly we all feel this fatigue. One wonders if it's a bomb or something like that, and it seems to me that that's a hell of a lot more trouble. Okay. Well, then what I'm going to do is not run yet, just in case the guys need um, protection. But I am going to do that thing you suggested, get in a defensive stance, which means I guess that I'll grab my hand axe instead of the warhammer and my shield, which I can use to protect others. Can that be my action? Yeah, you can take the dodge action for sure. Let me just, I'll do a little symbol here so that we remember that. Uh, what a dodge-looking action. I'm going to use a ninja symbol, because I think that looks like a dodging type thing. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that is your turn. Uh, next up is the lemur, this other one. And the lemur seems to, like, tilt its head as though it's listening to something. And then it, too, just disappears in this sort of, like, burst of flames, and it is gone. Next up is Joza. 
Oh man, we need to kill that imp. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, also, the other thing is, I, I have rangers are actually pretty good at casting spells. Um, so I have concentration spells and know full well that you can end them whenever you want. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what Zeno I said doesn't uh, doesn't ring true. Um, Do you, so you I, say this out loud, or I, uh, I think I would then say, yeah, uh, it's a concentration spell. You can just end it whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this enormous black sphere start making suggestions to you. Um, to to Zeno I, who I hope will respond. You guess. You guess the direction. Uh, roll. <laughs> Actually, you probably hear it with your range of senses. I'll say you can roughly guess where Zenorai is standing. Yeah, well, they're only, uh, what, what's that, like 15, 20 feet away, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty, mm. pretty close. Mm -hmm. I've um, kept that spell on you for your own good, Jazer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, you... Take it off. I can handle my own business. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't think you can, Jazer. I think we should all move into the darkness. It can't do anything if we kill it, and then I uh, and then I command my panther to attack it again. Okay, so it's gonna move. It has forty feet of movement. Did you say? Um, it has uh, fifty feet of movement. Yeah, it gets there easily. Uh, what attack does it use? Uh, just gonna use a pounce again because that was that's fucking sweet. Yeah, roll it um, up. <laughs> So, uh, if we move 20 feet forward, what's that do if I click that? Oh, that's a strength save. Uh, wait, so, uh, move forward, da, 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 claw attack, so, claw. Oh, uh, but it, so it only, like, successfully knocks you, knocks the person down if you hit. If, it, if and, the first claw attack is successful. And, and then it, if and it, it fails, it's saving yeah. throw. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so the first attack was 21, though. Man, yeah. panther is OP. Yeah, I know. That, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Do you have a, like, is your, uh, what's your main skill? Dexterity as a ranger? Yeah. Uh, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, plus four. Yeah, that's why it's getting plus four in its attacks, because it's your bonded creature. It gets your modifier. Cool. Sweet. So that nice. here, so now I need to do a strength thing. Hopow. It gets a 10, so it fails. So it's on the ground, and then it does six slashing damage, did you say? Uh... Okay, so it doesn't take as much damage as you would expect, but it's definitely damaged, and now what happens? I, I don't get to uh, bite it. Because it successfully pounced? Yeah. Cool. Four. Four. A 15. A 15, okay. That yeah. hits, and then it does seven piercing damage? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Save MVP. Fuck um, Okay, you see this thing, it just sort of slashes into it with by the panther and bites into it and you see it start to ooze this dark gray liquid and the corpse just lies there on the ground how, how do you want the panther to perform this death blow uh yeah so it's kind of it's uh charged out of the uh undergrowth uh where it sort of like retreated to slightly after its last attack and it ran away and then it pounces and it pounds over to uh to it jumps up a few feet into the air again takes it down, rips its fucking leg off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as it's kind of like gargling and kind of thrashing around, it just bites its whole face off in one. Okay. Um, and does 
uh, seven <laughs> piercing damage and then kind of does like a head shaky kind of like thing to drag its corpse around a bit, but it's already dead. <laughs> okay, that, that definitely happens. And we are out of combat. We are out of combat. And, uh, jo- Joseph's looking at like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What do you guys I'll want to do now? Suggestion. Sorry? Why did, why did those two goons just disappear? Because there's something fucky with that orb. I would recall your pet quickly, Hugo, before it blows up. Um, get rid of my dark vision. I'll think about it. <laughs> okay, I, I, I end the concentration spell. Okay, let's. I just wanna. I just wanna use this tool because I think it's really cool. And then the darkness ended. Isn't that cool? Ooh. I, re- I should have done that in the first place rather than like drawing a black circle. <laughs> awesome. So you can now see. Congratulations. Cool. Didn't really need to do anything. Before anyone touches it, um, because that means we're out of fight, like out of combat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before anyone touches it, should I sense if it's good or evil? Uh, What are you trying to sense? Well, this was in range last time you did that, wasn't it? No, it wasn't in range. It was Uh, burning range. That's why. Okay. We got a bit of a tingle. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, clearly um, Zenoa, who I don't trust anymore, um, thinks this is dangerous. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's approach this precaution. And I, but I also, uh, I kind of uh, get, do a little whistle and um, Dave sort of drops this mangled corpse of this thing okay. and uh, c- comes back over to me. But I'm like very much still alert and in a battle mode because I think that uh, there, there might still be danger around, even from within the party. <laughs> I mean, okay. we don't, we don't know, if, we don't know if those guys are even dead. The two goons just might have got invisible. Well, they burst into flames. <laughs> but yeah. yeah but, they're, but they're demony stuff. No, like very true. Guys. Yeah, but but magic is not Joseph's strong point, so he's willing to just sort of uh, let some magic users uh, work this one out. Yeah, okay. it's mine, and I'm saying let's fucking be careful about this orb. Yeah, that's why we're trying to first figure out if it's good or bad, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you going to pass it? Yeah. I, I marked it as pass. Oh, okay. It didn't pull through. No. It okay. Um, all right. So Divine Sense isn't uh, pulling through. But... Okay. That's okay. Uh, where do you, do you do you go from where you are or do you change where oh, you're physically right. standing? Yeah, I'll move closer so that it's within reach because it's 60 feet. Cool. And you're trying to get the stone specifically? Sorry? You're trying to yeah. target the stone specifically? Okay. Mm-hmm. 5, 10, 15, I think 20. that should work. Yes. Nice. You nailed it. All right. Within 60 feet is, is pretty much there. So you're, you're good there. Okay. The presence of trying your resistance and magnets are powerful. Oh, here we go. Look at this description. It's so vivid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can use your You know the type of any being. Um, within the same radius, the present radius place, consecrated, desecrated. Uh, you can use this feature a number of times. Cool. Okay, so that's a you can mark off your second use of divine sense. I think you have yeah. three three uses in total. And what mm-hmm. you what you sense is yeah, like a noxious stench coming off of the rock just here. You get the sense that the ground surrounding it in a I think ten foot radius is considered desecrated. So you get the sense that there's a strong evil influence. Uh, that has been imbued in the ground as a result of 
the rock and you're not sure what that desecration would do if you were within range of it, but this is what you detect. Okay. Mm. Hey I have an idea. Yeah? We could sell this motherfucker to that guy at the arcane shop to redeem ourselves. <laughs> and he should lose cash as well. <laughs> Does anyone have any, like, evil handling gloves? Um, hang on. Sounds like Wile E. Coyote sending off to Acme for some special gloves. Yeah. <laughs> How much does the rock weigh, do we know? Uh, you could make a guess which would require an intelligence check. Okay. Okay, um, I think that's one idea. Okay. Okay. I've got, I've got a plan. Uh, are you going to do that check, Zenorak? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, why not? Well, actually, um, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And then, Monty, you're up next with your scheme. It sounds like you've got a scheme brewing. I got a scheme brewing. What was it, Zenorak, you doing? Sorry? Just trying to do an intelligence uh, check. Uh, okay, cool. I don't have that in my additional skill. So, sorry, it's not a skill. You just click on your intelligence modifier. Yeah. Okay. And then it should give you the button. Um, there you go. All right. So the 16, you would guess that it's somewhere between 400 and 500 kilos. Shit. Wow. How did that fucking imp push it on the ground? <laughs> well, he, he made a pretty high strength check. And you, can, okay. you also noticed that the bottom of the rock was kind of... Uh, Pointy, like big pencil. So that probably provided more leverage. Uh, what are you going to say, Monty? Um, I was going to um, walk down to the sort of lip, the, the edge of the ridge uh, that is just to the left of it. Uh, so that would be like what here? So we're kind of standing over it, yeah. And um, basically, I've, uh, I'm going to attempt to um, throw a uh, receptacle of holy water at it. Okay. Ah. Nice, nice. Moves. Okay, so give us a oh, either a dexterity check or an athletics check. Oh, well, sorry, dexterity or a... Or athletics. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So with a six... You, six? You, wow. You throw your holy water and it lands about here. And you notice as, as it disperses into the soil and the grass, you notice the soil and grass start to perk up and be a little bit greener and brighter. <laughs> And then Sweet. Very happy. You, yeah. you also feel a little bit embarrassed that you couldn't successfully throw uh, 20 feet. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I like improving my community and nature. Exactly. You, it's kind of embarrassing at first, but then you think, oh, then that grass probably is going to have a better time. Can't even work out what to do with this thing. My, I, I feel like my holy water would have been perfect, we... but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, if you have more, I don't know how much it says you have, but if you have more, you can try again. Yeah, I, I, mean, I have a flask, and I kind of, in, in my mind, I've put it, I, I kind of just either slung it or put it in a small bowl and threw it. So I, I think I have more in the flask, but I don't know. How's your athletics in general? It says I have, oh yeah, it says I have one flask worth. Okay, yeah, so I'll say it, you probably threw it because it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a large container or anything like that. All right, okay. So do I not have it anymore? Or... Uh, you, d you don't have it anymore, no. But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things you would know as a cleric, right? That 
it's not terribly difficult to get hold of. You just need to go to a senior member of a religious order and get them to bless just a bit of normal water in their holy building, and then you've got holy water. Okay. So it's not like uh, a family heirloom that you've now destroyed or anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, before Hugo gets back, is there any schemes or plans you want to prepare to then try to sell him on? I mean, just if, what are you guys thinking at the moment? Hmm. I was thinking if we could look at the cart that we're bringing it in, because if everything is rotting around it and the cart managed to make it, why would it? Yeah. What's... What what is wagon like, and can we just like try and get it on without touching it? Okay, so I to... think we should. I think we should take it to the city and sell it to that guy, or at least if he won't give us money for it, we'll give it to him as a gift, and he'll desecrate his shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting it there that I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, so good idea. How do we handle this thing? That's the problem. There's I have no no way of mm. handling it. I think we should sacrifice Hugo's pet to, ta to test the... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a very good idea. Wait, you can get a nanny. Me? Yeah, you have the bag. Yeah? We could sacrifice an animal from the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I never thought... This, Wait, this... If you get a fucking giant elk, you'll be able to pick it up. Yeah, that's a bit, there's also a likelihood of just getting like a badger, which I don't <laughs> think... <laughs> It's fine. I think this is a good use of uh, the creature's life. I feel terrible, but it's the only thing I can think. <laughs> good, we're all agreed. Yeah, okay, sweet. So, Joseph, could you see any way of handling this evil thing? Because I can't. And I'm out of holy water. <laughs> well, what happened when you threw the water at it? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't have any more holy water. <laughs> Uh, can you bless water? Have you got any other? I've got water. Can you bless that? Okay. And so can only bless people, unfortunately. Only people can be blessed. Uh. Okay. I'll say, as well, maybe between this session and the next, you guys can have a think about how you want to deal with it because it's kind of an interesting problem yeah. to deal with. Yeah, definitely. So I'll say, as, uh, as you're standing there around this rock at a safe distance, sort of like examining it and wondering what your next move is, you hear this bell ringing the distance towards... Uh, in the direction of Orphea and you look and you see there's like a, a bell tower sort of towards the inner of the outer ring of the sea and it looks like the city has finally noticed belatedly this little scuffle that has taken place and they seem to be making some sort of alarm or warning the city or calling something in some way and it sounds you can also hear the sort of sounds of little crowds of people going oh, what? Huh? What? Huh? And you hear that distantly reach you about a few couple of hundred feet away. And there's this sense of unease settling across the land. And that is where we will end the session.